Allen Show. Let Geldy be Geldy. HD Radio Digital Signal. We are Radio 560 WQAM. I wonder how it sounds in HD TV Digital, huh? Friday, you bastard. What does Buckethead hate more or what? I think he's past me like I was standing still. Great hate. Nice going, Joe. You the man. Great hate. Great hate. So hate. The great hate. So play a hate. Let's go, Maria Lucky. I spoke to joints at night. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel alright. Yes. I smoke two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints. I said I smoke two more. Oh, my daddy, he once told me, son, you be a hard-working man. My mama, she once told me, son, you do the best you can. Hard work good and hard work fine But first take care of him So now I smoke two joints when I get up Alright In the car I smoke two joints I smoke two joints when I play video games And at every 10,000 points I smoke two joints I smoke two joints in time of peace And two in time of war I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints
about that I'm in the pineman, huh? They got him cornered, evidently. Al Zawahiri? Yeah, whatever. They just like saying that over and over again. Doc, that's Dr. Al Zawahiri to you. See. Si. So take a look at this. Thanks to uh, Alejandro in Miami and Diane in Key Largo and Tanya in Coconut Creek, the three latest uh, South Florida people to sign the StopFCC.com petition. Nice going, guys. 57,868 signatures Scott's got on. There we go. We're going to close in. We'll pass 60,000 uh, over the weekend for sure. Way past. I think it was only about 43,000 when we first discovered this on uh, Monday, about noon when that guy called in, right? Something like that. Was it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. We, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, we did that before. Tuesday. So uh, we're already almost up to 60,000. The only problem is that there just are some people out there, I don't want to mention any names, who just aren't doing uh, their job. Um, see, the, the thing of it is, Clear Channel isn't going to let any of their people go on the air and promote this thing because it just isn't in their best interest to ruffle any more feathers with the FCC, especially since they're getting fined every day. More fines today, which we're going to do. You know what I mean? Oh, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got 6284 from Florida, people who've uh, signed a petition, which is a far cry from the 1700 that were on there when we discovered this thing. Past New York like they were standing still, like somebody killed them all in New York. 4102. Almost 2,200 uh, signatures ahead of New York State with their 20 million people and with their big mouth uh, on-air personalities. It's really, it, it's an embarrassment. Wouldn't you be embarrassed and humiliated? Embarrassed and humiliated. Nadine says, I'm fondly going through my recorded tapes of your show, how precious they are to me now more than ever. You got it, Nadine. You go, girl. Back in the day when we could actually say something. I faxed you February 24th, never really expecting for censorship to grip us so quickly. Condoleezza and Kiss A.O. Uh, yeah, will soon be memories of our free past. Speak out, people. Email the FCC and anybody who listened. Do it while you still have your freedom and vote. Neil, I'd be lost without hearing you. Thank you. You're a great motivator, my friend, and a true patriot. Love, Nadine. Yeah, I love the patriots. How about those Maple Leafs? Oh, oh yeah, miracle. They held on. Well, boy, talk about just folding like an accordion right there at the end, but hung on for dear life. Nice going. Now, J.J. Jackson is uh, dead. He died. John J.J. Jackson, who in the 1980s helped usher in the music video era as one of the first MTV on-air personalities, has died. He was 62. Remember him? He died. Sure. Jackson, a longtime radio station disc jockey, died of an apparent heart attack Wednesday while driving home from dinner in L.A., friends and radio industry colleagues said yesterday. He was fat. Probably had a big dinner. Probably put him right over the edge. And then? He died. Probably had a big heart. I talked to him like two days ago. J.J. was in a great place, said Mark Goodman, longtime friend who also worked with Jackson, as a VJ when MTV started in 1981. It's incredible, so incredibly sad it happened like this. He died. In a statement, MTV said Jackson's love of music and good humor helped set the tone for the cable music network in its formative years. It's too bad the wrong Jackson died. I can think of a couple of others. People would be dancing in the streets if they died, but it was the wrong Jackson who died. You know who I'm thinking of? Don't say it. No, I won't. I Keep it to yourself. Now, uh, our, uh, be, uh, I don't know what the hell to do. we got so much going on here again today. But I'm going to be very mellow today. I'm not going to get all whipped up like the last few days. not good for me. No, no, it's not. It's not good for anybody. Just a little too much of that. No, it's got nothing to do with my heart. My heart is good. i got a good squeeze. Okay. That's what my doctor at the Cleveland Clinic said, my close personal <laughs> friend, the doctor. He said, you got a good squeeze. I well, said, yes. Let's go. Yeah. See, I can't even say what ordinarily no, I would say there. I can't say no. that. Well, I don't know. I guess I could say squeeze this. I could say that, couldn't I? Okay. We're not talking about what? No, I just, I, well, that's why I left about 20 seconds in there. Squeeze I a, this. I got a stress ball I'm squeezing right now. Which of these words or sounds did you find most offensive? We got L. McPherson on there today. A great picture, George, if I do say so myself. I search painstakingly. 
She will turn in uh, 10 days from now, she'll turn 40. And you'd never know it. No. She'll turn some heads when they see that picture on there of Elle McPherson. Behind the beaded curtain, you must be 85 years old or above. And you must uh, run over one of your neighbors first before you look at it. We'll get to that story, too. That's tragic. That's oh, pathetic. Man. It is so typically Florida. Sure. Which of these words or sounds do you find most offensive? Well, 76% said none of the above, which those 76%, that's for you guys, okay? And then another 24%, almost a quarter, we have 2,395 vote. Holy moly, man. I guess I should wait a second. We could get 2,400. Let's listen to Roland Colin lie some more. Uh, to redouble our efforts. Okay, good. Uh, let me uh, refresh it. You think we're going to get to 2,400? We could. Now I can't get it to pop up on there, so evidently a few more people Honestly, voted. You mentioned Dow. And now 2401. See, good. Uh, 76%, 1825 said none of the above. I'm not offended by, which it would seem to me. And of course, some of the words on there we, uh, we never used on this show. But the reason that I took this poll, if you weren't listening yesterday, is that we got a, uh, I guess I better read it again. See, we make the mistake of assuming that people are listening like round the clock to this station right. and to this show four hours a day every day, and they should be listening right. to this show. They are. And at the end of Joe Rose's show where he ripped the mowing ass, which I thought was fabulous. Absolutely. Nice going, Joe. You the man, blockhead. So yesterday we get this memo, and again, uh, the circumstances surrounding the memo are so pathetic because corporate, the Beasley Broadcasting Corporation, still has not supplied us. This is... This is only in writing because I requested that it be given to us in writing because I don't have that good a memory now. I remember the seven other words that we know from 30 years ago. How many years ago? About 30, man. But uh, these uh, are additions. As everybody in the radio industry is now peeing their pants, I'm going to say that a lot while we still can say that, peeing their pants. Okay, you yeah, said. Get it in, pee. Their pants. No, so you got to say peeing their pants. Let's just say pee. Well, I'm just talking about the initial. We have been, well, because the problem with that is it could stand for some things on this list, like the very first one, see? We've been informed from our corporate attorneys that in addition to the so-called seven dirty words, the following words and sound effects are considered coarse language and are prohibited. Now, that's interesting, coarse language. Uh, no, now, listen to me. I'm trying to think where it was in the latest dictates from the FCC, not only in decent speech and obscene speech, but now... Coarse language, like that, like that. So abrasive stuff. I, I think that's why they probably had to fire, uh, you know who, Pharrell, because no, that, that's right. See, that was he sounded like uh, coarse, like that, all the time. And you can't, you just can't do that no like more. Like a gravel road, like a. Anyway, they're considered coarse language and are prohibited. I mean, I, I don't understand what that means, coarse language. You know, uh, so we took a poll on this, and we li listed the uh, words and also the fart noises, which I can say that we just can't play them anymore. After all, of <laughs> no, you know, I started using the a hole word on INZ, oh. and we were playing that I ninety five a hole song in nineteen eighty six. That's eighteen years ago. Mm -hmm. Here we are, eighteen years later, taking big, gigantic steps back into the Stone Age. It's really a scary. Eighteen years later. Oh, can't say that. Well, how come? Well, we just uh, decided because we said so. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, so none of the above, 1,836. The TW word, 202. See, I'm not even going to risk saying the words. Fart sounds, 96. I don't believe that. No. Do you think that there's any adult out there, any anybody over the age of two that's offended by of, of any age? No. The only time you'd be offended by a fart sound if it was uh, like where you're standing in line at Publix right. or maybe in a crowded elevator Up close or maybe on a personal. bus. Huh? Like in your face. Right. 
Then you'd be a fender. Maybe like on a plane when one of those big fat Dutchmen is talking to his buddy and is bending over with his big fat butt in your face, and then all of a sudden, well. If it was on a plane, would it be a flying Dutchman? Fart sounds 96. Uh, next time I'm going Dutch treat. The P-U-S word, 83, which, uh, again, I don't, I, it all depends on usage, but they say, no, 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 just, okay. Uh, the C-O word, 80. The D-bag has got, uh, About 30, man. Votes. A-hole, 22. S-bag, 18. Uh, the vice president's first name, Cheney's first name, 17. Uh, the T word for boobs, little bitty booby, 13. Uh, the PR word for penis, 12. And H on 4 out of 2,413 votes. It, it's an exercise so silly and so embarrassing, and this is what America has become. Uh, your uh, neighbors and friends and kids and relatives are dying in a war based on lies. Every single day there are innocent people dying. How would you like to have spent that $100 billion fighting terrorism as opposed to starting an illegal war based on oil and the crap? Are you starting and, up again? Yes. This is the war. I'm just terror. thinking $100 billion would have gone a long way toward uh, fighting terrorism and maybe maybe capturing all these evildoers a long time ago as opposed to like now maybe having al-Zawahiri, that's Dr. al-Zawahiri, uh, cornered maybe. 1013 at 560 WQAM, your station. Spring into savings right now and save like never before on a new car or truck from Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US-1, not that far from you. They're only 20 minutes south of the 836, and it's worth the drive because they're going to save you thousands on great new Toyotas. Check out these great lease deals waiting for you right now. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 bucks a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander for just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America? You pay only 179 bucks a month for 48 months. 179 a month. Even George could squeeze that out. These are just some of the savings going on right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And now with the toll increases on the turnpike on people using cash, Armstrong's will give you a free sun pass when you buy your new car or truck there, too. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do just about anything out of the sun to put you in a great new Toyota today. They'll cut you a deal. Experience the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction, putting a smile on your puss. Their service department is even open late till eight weeknights to make sure your service work is done. They're located at US 1 and 293rd in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the old 836. So do yourself a humongous favor. Don't waste your time at those big Fat hotshot mega dealer or car giants who overpromise and underdeliver and then get you to their dealership under false pretenses, don't do it. Call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead at 305 242 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. No, you're a bastard. This is Keith Jackson on special assignment at the MTV Video Music Awards, where hip-hop rules and teen pop divas permeate the landscape in their belly shirts and palazzo pants. I spent the day with Marshall Mathers, otherwise known as Reese's Pieces. Look, old man, I told you a million times, M&M. 
No thanks, young rap fella. I'm diabetic, but appreciative of the offer. So tell me, Ice, what's it like to want to kill your mother? Right now, I'm just thinking about killing you. <laughs> You're a young, affable, Andy Williams-like character. Do you know any Christmas songs? Oh, oh, hold up on an answer there, Skittles. It's Christina Mandy Aguilera Spears. I'd recognize her anywhere. <laughs> Excuse me, Brandy. Mind if I lick your navel? Ew! Get away from me, you sicko! Oh, Nelly! You're one hot chili pepper! Be cool, dollface! Oops! You did it again! You're breaking my face! All over the place! Oh, here comes a couple of large black men! I think they're Wang Chung Clan! Hey, Clan Man! What's up? Ooh. Ooh, they're pointing something at me. Yep, it looks like six heavy artillery machine guns. How'd they get those past security? Ah! This is Keith Jackson on special assignment at the MTV Video Musical. Oops, they shot me again. It's uh, 1020 at 560. It's a miracle that there's not one word in there that we had to uh, bleep. Amazing. What's the one? Let's start a new list. Join the big O, Orlando Alzagiri, the big O! Noon to two today at Verizon Wireless and Boca on the corner of Glades Road and Lions Avenue in the Somerset Shops, right next to Will Chamberlain's. Join O! For prizes and giveaways and to see the latest selection of Verizon Wireless products. This is not a uh, promo. This is a commercial, Miguel. Once again, that's Verizon Wireless, 8903 Glades Road in Boca. He's starting to play that uh, fast and loose crap again, and I don't like it. I'm getting really porked off. With your good close personal friend. He didn't anyway, speaking of that, Ella McPherson, her picture is behind a beaded curtain. You must be at least 92 years old to see it, and you must click on there. And John Ascroft is monitoring you, and he's going to make damn sure. So don't lie. Eleanor Gow, that was her real name. She was born March 29, 1964, in Sydney, Australia. Her original plan was to study pre-law at Sydney University, but when the 18-year-old six-foot beauty was discovered in Aspen, Colorado, she was immediately signed at a click modeling agency. She soon became a staple of Elle magazine, posing for the magazine for six years. While her talent as a model was undeniable, her marriage to the fashion magazine's creative director, Gilles Bensimon, further secured a relationship with the magazine. She ventured into the world of exercise videos, motivating and teaching people how to stay fit to hopefully end up with a body like hers, probably something every woman would love. She showed off her body on the cover of the much-coveted Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue in 94 with models Kathy Ireland and Rachel Hunter, who we just were talking about yesterday. How do you like that? Yes. Having already achieved supermodel status, Elle knew that the glamorous modeling industry has high turnover, so she set her sights on other projects. Since the crossover from modeling to acting is a popular and usually unsuccessful, a successful one, Elle decided to perform in front of film cameras. She appeared in 1990 in Woody Allen film Alice, but the part required nothing more than a walk-by. She just walked on by. Still, that was a start. In 94, the body was required to gain 20 pounds for her media role in Sirens, co-starring the unctuous <laughs> Hugh Grant. The obnoxious Hugh Grant. In 96, she appeared in a remake of Jane Eyre and starred opposite Ben Stiller in the comedy If Lucy Fell. That year, she appeared in The Mirror Has Two Faces with Barbara Streisand and Jeff Bridges. On goes. Signed with Miramax, the leggy model actress was the object of Batman's affection in 1997's Batman and Robin and co-starred with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin in The Edge. She was recently last seen on the sitcom Friends in the recurring role of Joey's new roommate. As for her personal life, she and Gilles Bensamon got divorced, and she since had two ex-fiancés, Eric Miller and Tim Jeffries, has dated Sean Penn. Oh, 
She's now with her longtime companion, Swiss financier, Arpad Arki Bussin, the father of her son, Flynn. How do you like that? She's got a, some kids, but you'd never know it. Here's one of the great stories of all time. So this is South Florida. This is, well, let me, before I do that, this one. Statesboro, Georgia. A couple who got, got into a dispute over a theological point after watching The Passion of the Christ were arrested after the argument turned violent. Of course. Statesboro, Georgia. I've been there. They have the Statesboro Diner. Yes. Why was I there, I'm trying to think. They Did got, I once broadcast a ball game there, something like that? I think so. So they got fried green tomatoes. They got some down good stuff. Yeah. It's great. The two left the movie theater debating whether God the Father and the Holy Trinity was human or symbolic, and the argument heated up, heated up when they got home. Melissa Davidson said, It was the dumbest thing we've ever done, she said. Melissa, 34, and her husband, Sean, 33, were charged with simple battery March 11th after the two called police on each other. They were released on $1,000 bail. She did it. No, he did it. They done it. According to a police report, Melissa Davidson suffered injuries on her arm and face while her husband had a scissor stab wound on his hand and his shirt was ripped off. He also allegedly punched a hole in the wall. Really, it was kind of a pitiful thing to go to a movie like that and fight about it. I think they missed the point, said Gene McDaniel, the chief sheriff's deputy. They missed the point. No, I think they got it. No. I think they missed it. Then you are brothers. Why do you wrong one another? See? But he who did his neighbor wrong pushed him away, saying, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Yeah, who died and gave you the right? Now, here's the beautiful South Florida story. This is definitive. Make no mistake about it. Coral Gables a place where very rarely does anything good happen. A 74-year-old woman accidentally ran over her friend, killing her outside a driver's license office they had just left. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maria Herrera started her van and put it in reverse when she noticed that her friend, 77-year-old Estela C. Rodriguez, was struggling with the van door because it got jammed on the root of a tree, police said. Herrera got out of the van to help her friend with the door, but when she lifted her foot off the brake, the van which was still in reverse, rolled backward. Rodriguez was knocked to the pavement, and the front tire ran over her lower body, said Coral Gables police officer Martin Barros. Coral Gables rescue workers rushed Rodriguez to Jackson Memorial, where she was pronounced dead yesterday. This is a horrible, horrible tragedy, Barros said. It was unclear why the women were at the Department of Motor Vehicles' orifice, but they may have been renewing a license. Rodriguez's license was due to expire in 43 days. Herrera has a valid driver's license, according to records. Barros said any charges against Herrera would depend on the outcome of the department's traffic homicide investigation. Wow. I th how old do you have to uh, be to stop driving in Florida? About 140? I think That's it's 100 and... About 30, man. 130. So they got uh, Al-Zawahiri uh, surrounded, supposedly. That's uh, Dr. Iman the Pieman, Al-Zawahiri. Uh, you know, my, my feeling about that whole deal is let us know when something happens. You know what I mean? Let us know when you got him or who you got or what it's all about and about uh, Osama's kidney, etc. Okay, here's our poll question today. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, mostly hype, kind of a state of mind thing, you know? Doesn't live up to expectations. Here's our short list so far. we got four on there. Howard Stern, The Rascal House, Niagara Falls, and Walmart. Now, is that a disparate list or what, huh? See, I like this pool because it's all over the place. You can put sure. a whole bunch of different stuff on here. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, mostly hype? Howard Sperm, Ooh. Rascal House, Niagara Falls, or Walmart? I got one. Yeah? Joe's Stone Crabs. Joe's Stone Crabs is excellent. 
But if you smear the uh, maitre d', he'll get you in. I smeared the maitre d'. It didn't work. Joe Stone Crabs. I wouldn't go there if they paid me, if they gave me $100 to go in there. Not no oh, more. you can't say that. See, we have a lot of people on this radio station who are just obsessed with that place because, you know, they get wined and dined and treated like right. uh, And that's fine, you know. But uh, Stone Crabs, I've, I've been uh, told to stay away from crabs myself. 1027 at 5, oh, can't say that. 1027 at 560 QAM. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. WQM Jerry and Benita Springs, one of our best and most chronic faxers, who's just out of control lately, whipped up into a frenzy, says, I know you have many resources for interesting articles, but I think you may have missed this one. It's in the new Rolling Stone magazine called Bush's Bagman. I didn't know he had any bagmen. A lot of bagmen. It lists all of the large power brokers that have been raising money for GW. Oh, and I should, it should say W's bagmen. We can't say Bush anymore. Correct. The article also explains their corporation's gains and their religious affiliations. I'm not going to type in the URL link. You can just Google RollingStone.com, click on the article. We actually have a link to RollingStone.com, I'm pretty sure, don't we? I, I don't think know. we do. Yeah. It says, I don't know, Neil. I think we're surrounded. It's time to circle a wagon, says Jerry. He's getting a little bit carried away, okay? It's a bad. And, of course, you're there, and I'm here. <laughs> but now here's a, uh, somebody out there with a great sense of humor. Well, I, I think we could probably play, like, uh, a couple of seconds. Hi, this is Jocelyn Elders. That's and that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, we can play that much. Yeah. Do you think you can play Jocelyn Elders, the masturbation bit? Here's the answer. No. To keep it uh, straightforward. It says, after the FCC monitoring of that bit, the list of banned words will be amended. That's right. There will be lots more words and lots more phrases. And I don't think, can we say pickle anymore? No. 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 Or cucumber or anything like that. Jay Rokich is very upset. We can't say pickle on here no more. And that ain't good for business. Sorry, Jay. Can't do it. Speaking of a more of the same kind of crap, you know, it's a miracle to me that so far with all these words, we still can say crap. Isn't that amazing? Yep, a turd. Just let's let's not bunch them all together in there. Will you just relax? See, that's what you're always a piling on. Just back off a little bit, ease off. Crap. See, you just drop one in every now and then, real, and then uh -huh. and then maybe a little you're bit later you can drop it about me. You turd. See, like that. You definitely don't want to do crap. You turn all together because that's bad. <laughs> no, it indicates bad intent on your part. Yeah, you're dwelling. Exactly. In fact, they'll take away your dwelling. Yeah, they will. Or maybe even burn it down, like your daughter tried to. Uh, St. Petersburg rock bands can scream and strut along the downtown waterfront for another month. After that, 
They better watch their mouths or it's going to cost them. <laughs> More of the same. This is in St. Tweet. Amid growing concerns about loud music and profanity, the city wants promoters to pay $500 for each vulgarity uttered on stage. Now, I'm kind of the first thing that comes to my mind is, what about if it's a hip-hop group or, you know, other groups, but hip-hop especially, and there are many vulgarities in the song they'd be singing? Right. It's going to be awfully costly. And it even says here, for some bands, that could get expensive. And some might have trouble just mentioning their names. Right. Constant vulgarity is not going to be tolerated, said Councilmember Bill Foster Hewitt. We can't be the morality police, and we can't be the constant saviors of the First Amendment, but we can dictate what goes on in our public parks. Vinoy and Straub Parks, is that Vinoy? I guess it is, have been popular concert venues for decades, but as the number of downtown residents has grown the past ten years, so have the complaints. The issue boiled over in October after an especially profane performance by the rapper 50 Cent. The city council decided to take action. They said we wouldn't give you even cent for him. Now they plan to ask each promoter to put up a $10,000 cash bond for each concert at a city park. A $500 fine would be levied for each profanity, but that only covers 20 of them. If the fines exceeded ten grand, the city would pull the plug and the promoter would be banned from holding another event for 18 months. Local promoters are already groaning. Well, like that. Oh, and speaking of about well, Niagara Falls... Spelled without with uh, one few two few A's in there. Get the spelling right, eh? You see the way it's spelled on there? Yeah. Niagara. Get with it. Who's in? Now is that Josh's bad or did Eric do that? Who knows? Josh. It's not me. No, Eric did it because uh, that was on the original list. Howard Stern's got twenty. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, mostly hype? We got some votes on there. 48. Howard Stern's got 20. Joe Stonecrab 13. Walmart 7. Rascal House 5. Niagara Falls spelled badly 3. The Outback Steakhouse, somebody uh, said. Where'd that come from? Facts. Oh, facts. You just don't got have it. any votes yet, though. Anyway, getting back to St. Pete. Local promoters are groaning and moaning. I can't, I can't tell 50 Cent. Mr. 50 Cent, not to say the F word, said Dave Hundley, owner of the State Theater in downtown St. Pete. I don't have any control of what an artist is going to do on stage. They're talking to the audience. Hundley said the policy will cut down on the variety of concerts held in St. Petersburg. It also could discourage national promoters from considering the city as a venue, he said. I don't know why they'd go there anywhere. There's nobody under the age of 100 in St. Pete. The grandparents of the people in Sunrise all live in St. Petersburg. The Vans Warped Tour is scheduled to appear in Vinoy Park July 30th. is almost certain to rack up a heavy penalty for promoter Jean-Claude Bodziak. One of the tour's featured acts is called The F-Ups. Another performer, Guttermouth, has a song called Cramming Up Your... Begins with an A. Well, we can say ass. Of course, not all bands use profanity, but it's hard to tell what performer might do in the heat of a performance. I don't know if Neil Diamond is suddenly going to say F, Hundley said. To penalize the promoter is a really, really backward way to do what they're trying to accomplish. The city council still has some details to sort out before it considers the proposal in its April 1st meeting. No fooling. What words will be considered? Oh, see, here we go. What words will be considered profane? And who will keep track of the vulgarities uttered on stage? Oh, this is great! They're going to have a, uh, a bad word counter. Obviously, said Chief Assistant City Attorney Mark Wynn, there are some constitutional issues regarding the First Amendment. Ah, forget about that. We don't, here's the First Amendment. That's it. Tear that baby up. Constitution? Yeah. Just tear that piece of crap up. Here's a little bit of refreshing news from a Neanderthal place. New fines by the FCC, by the way. We'll get into all of that stuff. Got a whole 
plate. In fact, if you eat this whole plate, you might get wild diarrhea. Can we still say that? No. You might get wild <laughs> the runs. Tennessee County beats hasty retreat from call to ban homosexuals. The county that was the site of the Scopes Monkey trial over the teaching of evolution yesterday reversed its call to ban homosexuals. Oi! Rhea County commissioners took about three minutes to retreat from a request to amend state law so the county can charge homosexuals with crimes against nature. The Tuesday measure had passed 8 to zip. 8 to... Oh! County attorney Gary Fritz said the initial vote triggered a wildfire of reaction. I've never seen nothing like this, he said yesterday. I've never seen nothing like it. We ain't seen nothing like it? No. Nope. But Fritz said it was all a misunderstanding anyway. They wanted to send a message to our state representative and senator that Rio County supports the ban on same-sex marriage, he said. Same-sex marriage is what it was all about. It was to stop people from coming here and getting married and living in Rio County. Oh, now that's I'm, that's where everybody's thinking of going anyway, aren't they? Rio County, Tennessee? Sure. My goodness, who wouldn't want to go there? Now, not that the issue of banning homosexuals didn't arise. I'm not saying it wasn't discussed, Fritz said. Sometimes you had five or six people talking. Fritz said he advised the commissioners they cannot ban homosexuals or make them subject to criminal charges. The U.S. Supreme Court in 2000 struck down the Texas sodomy laws as a violation of adults' privacy. Fritz said he don't think the issue will come up again. I think they got all the publicity they need about it, he said. All the commissioners declined to comment yesterday. Social worker Esther Jackson, 24, one of 300 people who attended yesterday's meeting, held a sign reading, Read Love, Not Hate. It's just ignorance is all, she said at Tuesday's vote. But 12-year-old Caitlin Kinney, attending the meeting with her mother, said she supported the commissioner's initial vote. I think they should go further, try to see if they can ban them, she said. It's not a Christian thing. The politically conservative county holds an annual festival com commemorating the 1925 trial at which high school teacher John T. Scopes was convicted of teaching evolution. The verdict was reversed on technicality, and the trial became the subject of the play in the movie Inherit the Wind. Rhea, Tennessee. Let's go to uh, Rhea, and we'll all get married, the whole human race. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560, QAM. My guest tonight is the rare person who wouldn't have to change her name if she became a porn star. <laughs> Jewel is here. Yeah. Where's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? <laughs> I love sex. Really? Oh. <laughs> this is something you practice every day? Mm-hmm. Where do you fall? I mean, are you good at it? Or? Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm so good at it now. Right. Can you show me? <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So naughty, you guys. Are you all right? Mm -hmm. Are you pissed off? No. You should have sex in as many places as possible. Right. I just... Cool, everybody. And, of course, there's a line that goes there, but we're not going to be doing it no more, are we? 1046 at 560. I have no idea why I played that other than uh, it did mention sex, and I can play it. Wasn't that great? It was phenomenal. And Carson Daly was in there, one of our very least favorites. Okay, let's get some more uh, names and places and things for this poll today. We'll get a lot more votes if we had some other choices on there. We're diddling around. We'll get to the uh, latest fines against Stern and this one and that one and Bono. Although Bono's not actually getting fined. He was cited. Where? But we'll get to that. Uh, he was cited, like, outside the studio waiting to get in. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is most overrated, mostly hype? 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I have a suggestion for you, Paul. Yes, sir. How about uh, Christianity or religion? 
People, places, or businesses? No, I don't think so. Do you think Christianity is a people, place, or business? Well, it is a business, but uh, not the kind of business we're talking about, no. So we're one for one, okay? You, you're, you said that this morning. It must have been a psychic premonition. Well, yeah, psychic. It always happens. That no matter what the poll is, there always is that segment of the audience out there that just, uh, they don't get it. They might as well not even ask a question. They have their own agenda. Hey, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll do that on Monday. Maybe we'll just say, today's poll is, call in now and put something on there. Right. <laughs> fish. I think that's a great idea. I suggest fish. And that's because he said Christianity and it's Friday. All right, planted a seed. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, Smith and Walensky. What was it? Smith and Walensky, the big Oh, houses. Smith and Walensky. Oh, excellent choice, yeah. man. All right, Thank you. Okay. Smith and Walensky. 5670560. Oh, he had a bad, bad connection on there. I'm sure I didn't hear what he said there at the end. WQAM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how are you doing this morning? Pretty good. Hey, can I suggest Jimmy Buffett for your poll, please? Jimmy Buffett is a fabulous choice. Well, we're, now we're going. Any of that nonsense. He makes me sick to my stomach. Me too, buddy. In Have fact, if he, could, if he could find paradise, I wish he'd take his cheeseburger and go there and eat it and not come back. That's a redneck thing, man, uh, Jimmy Buffett. It's a South Florida Keys redneck Yahoo. Da, 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 da. Oh, he just, oh, gives me the willies. Plus, he's a real homophobic uh, jackass, too. See, I can't say I, he's a, but I can say jackass. For now. Now, what if what would happen if you were walking along and you and your jackass fell in a hole? Would that make it a jackass pit? Pit. <laughs> so we got synonyms, baby. No, no. Just watch yourself now. I'm watching them. Oh, Mike and Plantation's got a fabulous choice here. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Man, that's why they say take the kids there, because anybody who's developed a taste button goes there will just that's, puke their guts out. That's what it's for, I mean. Especially with that plastic cheese on the pie. I always like a pizza pie with a nice coating of plastic cheese on it. Well, that's why they serve beer and wine. Kind of like that plastic turkey that uh, the El Presidente, that W, took to uh, Iraq. Don't talk about it the airport. that way. I said W. Anyway, so thanks to Mike and Plantation. Overrated Outback Steakhouse is DP. That's already on there. It'll get some votes. Why do they say that? I do like the... Um, Blooming onion. I, I like them, but that's their opinion. I think they're pretty good, the Outback. Mm -hmm. But I, I know many people who despise it like poison. I'm not really sure why. I like the uh, walkabout chain, soup. I, mean, you know, what do you I love the walkabout soup. Right. Man, that'll that'll give you a good heart attack real quick. But it's delish. Join George. What, 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 what is this? Join George Rodriguez of the Neil Rogers show? Why do they I have to do that? that? Like, we don't know who you Scott are? Scott wrote it. Scott wrote it? Retarded Scott? How come he's still there? What what does he do? All kinds of things. All the time. All of these things. Join George tomorrow, 11 to 1, at the Fort of Pompano. Look, he's doing something now. I'll bet he is. Tell him to get his finger out of there. 1,000 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach, a half mile north of Atlantic Boulevard in the corner of 10th and U.S. 1. 10th what? 10th Street, 10th Avenue, 10th... Ten, uh, ten, 10 degrees of separation. Like Scott, 10th of a brain? There will be prizes, giveaways, and sandwiches, courtesy of Atlantic City Subs and our close good friend, Ira. That's 4 to Pompano tomorrow with George, 11 to 1 on Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Does this say anything about, uh, yeah, giveaways. <laughs> giveaways? Yeah, we'll give something away. Yeah, we'll give something. We'll give you a piece of our mind. How do you like that? we got a new and improved wheel. It's quieter. And you can spin the wheel. And all the pegs are in it. 123 votes on a poll. We'll get there. We're going to get this Paul, uh, Paul Rowland. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, mostly hype? Joe Stonecrab, 39. 
Fabulous choice. Yeah. Howard Sperm, 33. Come on, Howie. Get the, get off your ego trip and get those people signing those petitions, no. you jackass. He really frosts my ass this uh, lately. Walmart, 21. Rascal House, 13. The Outback, 13. Niagara Falls, 4. And Jimmy Buffett and Smith and Walensky are still waiting for their first vote, but they'll get some. Guaranteed. WQAM, hello. Hey, I got a suggestion for your poll there. Yes, Neil. sir. Um, I don't know if you need to list these separate or together because they're basically the same place, but Planet Hollywood and Hard Rock Cafe. Now, is Planet Hollywood still open? Yeah, sure. It is? Sure, they have them. Oh, boy. They've got them, one out in Las Vegas out at that uh, forum shop. Right. Yeah. Okay, Planet Hollywood and uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, basically just, uh, you know, same food you can get anywhere else at twice the price. Okay, I'm, I'm amazed that Planet Hollywood's still open. That's a shocker. Thanks, Pally. All right. Uh, see ya. Five, six. Now, can we still? <laughs> we can still do that. So far. So we can still say you turd. We can still right. do that. We can even do <laughs> that. Mm -hmm. We can still say God damn. Right. But that's it. Maybe a little of this. <laughs> and we can still do <laughs> that much of that. Maybe some of. Uh... Oh no. And no? we certainly can't do squirt, squirt that. WQM, hello. Yeah, can I talk yes, sir. to uh, Neil? Please? Speaking. Neil? Yes, I am. Hey, Neil. I have got uh, something for your poll. Okay. Um, the, I don't know, that seems so obvious to me, the Miami Dolphins. People, places, or businesses? I would say <laughs> no. I mean, it is a business, uh, just like uh, religion's a business, but. It's a stretch. You know what I'm saying? It's a stretch. In addition to which, I would like this to be the one show that we don't discuss the dolphins on. I am so sick and tired. <laughs> oh, thank oh you. brother, this radio station is so dolphin sick. It's just, it's nauseating. It, it just makes me want to barf. Oh, <laughs> a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on. But but you have an excellent point. They do uh, suck. And this business with uh, Mo and Jay Fiedler, is that ever going to stop? No. It's like a disease. Absolutely. Like a sickness, like the two of them are joined at the hip. Well, let's see. They're both uh, uh, Jewish. They're both highly overrated. And that's a shot. Sorry, Jay, but you're highly overrated. Jay, how can he still be on the team? That's the thing that I just I don't understand. Maybe Josh can explain that to us. See, now I'm going back on my word. We're talking dolphin talk. No way. <laughs> well, hey. I got a great idea that could save our listeners a tremendous amount of grief and aggravation and might improve our ratings all around the rest of the day on QAM. Okay. Since they're banning everything, how about banning Dolphin Talk? All right. Yeah, for at least until uh, the exhibition <laughs> season starts, huh? And now the rest of the station. At least until a big draft Saturday in April, whenever the hell it's coming. Wow. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Pretty good. I got an idea for you, Paul. Okay. Anything related to Disney... Uh, Disney certainly is a business. Yes, it is. It's bad and overrated. Okay, thanks, Pally. See you. Okay, like, uh, yeah, Disney. he's, uh, huh? Disney. Movies, Disney. Eisner? Right. Crappy toys. Used now, to be you something. do like Disney World, though. It's overrated, I used though. to. And the food there is oh, highly overrated. And you don't want to eat there. Right. Now, that's a good one. That'll get many, many votes. In fact, most of the stockholders will probably be voting on that. Five, six, seven. Oh, there's a picture of the White House. What's that all about? Oh, geez. Ready? Oh, they just went to commercial break, so it couldn't have been anything too important. Holy chow. WQAM, hello. Not there on line one. QAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Buenos dias. 
South Beach sucks. South Beach South is a Beach. place? Okay. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Highly, highly, highly overrated. Highly Selassie. Joe Stonecrab and Howard Stern are tied at 43. Maybe Howie can eat there one day. Huh? And maybe we can have, give him a talking to and tell him to get off his ego trip and start promoting StopFCC.com and uh, get on for the whole industry and not just because it's not just about him. He don't get it. And neither do his sicko fans. Walmart 23, Outback 17, Rascal House 14, Niagara Falls 5. You know how I said that? Mm-hmm. Niagara Falls 5. Don't go there, by the way, for your honeymoon or any other purpose. Wow. What if I want to do that, uh, you know, fall diving business? Tourist trap. That's all it is, tourist trap. Hard Rock Cafe 2, Jimmy Buffett 2, Smith & Walensky 2, Chuck E. Cheese 2, Planet Hollywood 2. None yet for Disney or South Beach, but I'll guarantee I bet you George's life on it. My, my, and local. We'll be smoking. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. She fakes orgasms. I fake foreplay. Dolphins, they're the worst football team. They flub the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. Absolutely. They're on the ground, that's where they'll stay. They're never in control. No. And when you say Miami, you're talking toilet bowl because they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, don't bet on them, you'll always lose. They don't know how to tackle, they don't know how to block. Their coaches ought to tell them to put Bengay in their jocks. Then they would run much faster, and even in defeat. When we go to the stadium, we'll see Miami Heat, and they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, the team that hasn't got a clue. Miami has the Dolphins, but the Dolphins have no fans. Just 50,000 assholes sitting in the stands. They watch the game and all they do is moan and gripe and bitch. I wonder how Joe Robbie got to be so goddamn rich. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number how many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. I hear the crowd begin to boo. Dolphins have Jay Fiedler, that quarterback's a Jew. Oy. Run down the field and he will throw a pass over you. Oy. He'll never win a Super Bowl, you shouldn't be surprised. When he gets cut, that doesn't mean that he was circumcised. And they're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number. How many teams in the league? 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Jay calls his signals in Hebrew. The Dolphins have no defense and their offense is a joke. Like George Bush eating pretzels, 
you know they're gonna choke. They'll always disappoint you when they're in a playoff race. With fewer points than pockmarks on Heisinga's ugly face. And they're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number, oh, what the hell, 32. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, now they're through. You know what? How sad. I'm sitting here and all of a sudden, like, and I got to reach over and. Uh, did you hit it too? No. I did when he okay. said 50,000 a holes sitting in the stands. I knew you would. Larry King, somebody suggests. Only $50. Larry King's an excellent choice. Highly overrated. Snapping them suspenders. Tossing them marshmallows. Last night he had uh, Tammy Fayon, who's been diagnosed with uh, inoperable lung cancer. Did you know that? No, I did not. Tammy Faye, who, of course, we like for only one reason. The media is sick and needs help badly. Probably spoke the greatest the, mo the greatest truth in the history of the human race. Didn't even realize she was doing you it. You want to kill me as you did the Egyptian yesterday? Sure, why not? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Let's get into the uh, latest FCC business. Let's see, Planet Hollywood's still open in Disney. Overrated Alex Pinellas. Alex uh, Pequena. <laughs> you know, it, it really is so ridiculous. We can't say anything when you come no. right down to it. So it's just not. I mean, I, I was thinking, I'm playing that Dolphin song, and I'm thinking, well, KJ at least, unlike Boca Brian, who's a potty mouth, KJ, we don't usually have to worry about him. You know, he's just very, uh, very clean guy. Mm -hmm. And then he throws in there the holes, and I'm thinking, ah, and all of a sudden I'm reaching and I'm dumping and uh, thumping and God. Very, it's pathetic. I'm going to think very seriously over the weekend about a music show. Yeah. Because in rereading my contract several times, about man. it doesn't say anything about doing a talk show or the content of the program. It just says the Neil Rogers show, four hours every day, <clears throat> and that's it. I know just the kind of music. Nice and safe. Right. No one can have a problem with this, can they? Jesus loves them little children. All the time. You betcha. Or maybe something a little bit more lively. All right. They're saying something in some language in here. I beg your pardon? They're saying something in some language. Are they? Aren't they? Chanting something? And then, of course, there's always... Boy, it sure starts out slowly, doesn't it? Real low. I think I'm going to watch that again. In fact, I think between now and two, I'd have almost enough time to see that movie again, Magnolia. Love play, it. Play the audio. Federal regulators continue their crackdown in indecency yesterday, issuing a fine for broadcast of the Howard Stern radio show and ruling that an expletive uttered by rock singer Bono on NBC violated broadcast standards. You know, it's interesting how radio continues taking it up the old Rectum. shoot. Even here in Canada, the CRTC, uh, which is the equivalent of the FCC, man, they, they, Stern was on in Toronto and Montreal uh, for a while and long gone. This show, in its old form, would have lasted 15 minutes in uh, Canada. But on TV, 
totally separate standard. Like I told you, they have the Ozzy Osbourne show. No bleeps. Every word that's ever been invented. Uh, you can turn on uh, CTV right over the air. And they have uh, all kinds of shows with uh, every word that's been invented and something you never heard of, eh? So radio always takes the uh, shot, but TV, they can do whatever they want. Anyway, the FCC proposed fining Infinity Broadcasting the maximum $27,500 for a stern broadcast on WKRK-FM in Detroit. The FCC also overruled its own staff and said that Bono's expletive during the 2003 Golden Globe Awards program was indecent and profane, but issued no fine. FCC Chairman Michael Powell had asked his fellow commissioners to overturn the FCC Enforcement Bureau's finding, and they did. They goose-stepped along. The FCC also proposed finding a subsidiary of Clear Channel Communications 55 grand for a broadcast on two Florida radio stations where the host conducted an interview with a couple allegedly having sex. It's really amazing to me, but John Hogan, you have a little bit of a problem there on Clear Channel because it seems to be about 80-90% of the fines that are being meted out lately are at the Clear Channel stations. Karma. WAVW in Fort Pierce and WCZR in Vero Beach. Clear Channel stations. The fines are the latest in the stepped-up campaign by the FCC to crack down on indecency. Critics have said the commission failed to aggressively enforce rules, leading to a coarsening of the airwaves. Oh, that takes <laughs> us back to, yeah, see what goes around comes around. Coarse language. Coarse. Of course. Federal law bars radio stations and over-the-air TV channels from airing references to sexual and executory functions between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. when children may be tuning in. The children. The rules do not apply to cable and satellite channels or satellite radio yet. The FCC received hundreds of complaints about the Golden Globes broadcast after Bono, the lead singer of the Irish rock group U2, said, This is really, really effing brilliant. The Enforcement Bureau said last October that Bono's comment was not indecent or obscene because he didn't use the word to describe a sexual act. The performer used the word as an adjective or expletive to emphasize an exclamation, the Bureau said. But uh, Michael Powell said, Ah, ah, not good enough. You will uh, come down on him. To avoid a repeat incident, NBC aired this year's Golden Globes broadcast on a 10-second delay, and ABC did the same with its telecast of the Academy Awards show. I say maybe about a 10-day delay so the uh, government censors can really go over the, everything with a fine-tooth comb. Right? Sure. Good idea. Infinity's WLLD in Tampa gets a slap of seven grand from the FCC. They're just fining. Oh, we're fine. Like crazy. The CHR rhythmic re uh, what received the fine for airing what the commission found to be offensive references to oral sex. Now I want you people out there to stop and think about the Star Report when Bubba and Monica were doing their little uh, thing. Squirt, squirt. Oh my goodness, they made oral sex like household uh, language. Right. They made job like uh, as common even little girls in school were like uh, checking that out oral sex as well as other objectionable material during a live broadcast of the last damn show a hip-hop concert infinity argued about the nature of the material as well as the constitutionality of the FCC's indecency standards but those arguments fell on deaf ears at the commission what a surprise Commissioner Michael Copps descended to the affirmed fine and grumbled about how the FCC carries out its statutory enforcement responsibilities. The concert aired in September 99, and a notice of apparent liability wasn't sent to WLLD until December of 2000. 
A forfeiture order wasn't released until March 2001, and then it took another one and a half years to address Infinity's reconsideration petition. The commission is finally addressing this case four and a half years after this program was broadcast, cops said, adding, when this agency finally acts, the penalties it imposes are woefully inadequate. Didn't I tell you he makes Michael Powell seem like a good guy? Mm -hmm. This Michael Cops. He's a lunatic. The vulgar and explicit nature of the indecency and profanity that was broadcast gives the FCC the obligation to take serious action. Instead, the majority upholds a fine of seven grand. Such a fine doesn't even rise to the cost of doing business for this multi-billion dollar conglomerate, meaning infinity. And, I just, I got a lot more, including Tom Jicker's column. All kinds of good stuff. Lots of crap as the crap just continues. There's no end to it. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. Who's leading on our uh, overrated pool? I'm Howard happy. Sperm, 56. Joe Stonecrab, 54. Walmart, 27. Outback Steakhouse, 21. The Rascal House, Oy. 17. South Beach, 13. Disney, 10. Hard Rock Cafe, 9. Planet Hollywood, 5. Niagara Falls, 5. Jimmy Buffett, 5. He's still eating his cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Smith and Walensky, 4. Larry King, 4. Chuck E. Cheese, 2. Alex Pacania, 2. And Tammy Faye don't have any. Tammy Faye's on there? She just was diagnosed with lung cancer, and you're putting Tammy Faye on the pole? I didn't put her on there. Well, get that off of there. What, who did that? I don't know. Josh? He heard you say her name. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get the phone book in the other room, and I'm just going to read a bunch of names. All of them. Will be on the poll. Just fax the pages. Because all I have to do is just, you know, mention a name, and no matter who's sitting in there, oh, I don't want to miss that. ABS and they get it on there. How about Ish Kabibble? Eleven thirteen at five sixty WQM. I've been telling you for years why you ought to be doing the smart thing when you buy a mattress. Call one eight hundred mattress for Dial a Mattress. Here are some more reasons why you should do that. Dial a Mattress backs up everything they see in advertising one hundred percent, but their competitors still use many false and deceptive claims. When you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, our advice is read the fine print. There are lots of lies waiting for you out there. Here's an example. Big ads that scream free frame, free setup, free removal. And then the tiny print underneath says it only applies to luxury models. Or you have to live so close to the store you'd be a neighbor for delivery. Or it's for something you don't need, like a frame. And guess what? Most people don't need a frame. And the store won't apply the credit to something else instead. It seems like there's always some reason why the promotion doesn't apply to whatever you'll be buying. At Dollar Mattress, no BS. No tiny print in their ads, no disclaimers. Every Dollar Mattress delivery includes free setup and free delivery, whether it's a top-of-the-line set, a twin mattress for a bunk bed, or anything in between. And Dollar Mattress delivery terms apply wherever you live, too. No exceptions. From Kendall to Stewart, Palm Beach to Fort Myers, Dollar Mattress reminds you to read that fine print, too, because they want you to know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So what are you waiting for? Do the smart thing like I've been doing for years when you need a mattress. Make one simple call. They'll be there knocking on your door in no time at all. Call 1-800-MATTRESS or log on to mattress.com. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the honest way to get you a great new bed. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Florida sucks. On the next Fear Factor, wholesome entertainment approved by the FCC seal of good White House keeping. We locked FCC Chairman Michael Powell in a room with nothing but a screen that flashes pictures of boobs. See this, Mike? This is a boob, Mikey. A boob. Stop it. Stop this filth or I'll find you. See this one? See this one here, Mikey? It's a bumper sticker for the fight against breast cancer. 
Get that movie away from me. Fuck you, little <laughs> sissy. Here's my breast. Fear Factor with Michael Powell. Must see TV for the minds of ignorant little babies. Brought to you by Direct TV. Now with over 200 channels of garbage and shit. 1118 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. What about Rick Sanchez, says John in Columbia, South Carolina. That's a good choice. State of mind. That's what MSNBC found out. I tell you, when you get blown off of MSNBC, then you know you've got real problems. Like Ask Phil. He'll tell you. What is this other thing that you just sent me? The uh, uh, rescuing uh, knowledge? What is this? It's a thing. It's got knowledge uh, stuff. It's a database thing. I don't know. I can't even read what it says, though. The MHD what? The, me the, memor the memory hole? Is that what that says? Oh, something like that. It's bad, bad facts. Anyway, thanks. Uh, how about Bayside and Florida? Uh, also, it says Florida sucks. Bayside and Florida. Florida's a place last time I checked. Here's another one. Carabas Italian Grill. Is that one of our sponsors? I don't know. Never heard of them. I don't. Uh, let's not put that on there. We don't want to be putting any sponsors on there. No. I think the Outbacks are sponsored too, but that's you know, another story. And probably Joe's. Well, what, whatever. And maybe uh, even a Rascal House. Too bad. That's what Steve says. Also, a word that people mispronounce is Washington. How are we getting back to that? And that's that. What that wasn't uh, the deal. Okay. On that poll. At any rate, Joe Stone grabs and says, here is the epitome of overrated. State of mind is the perfect term to describe it. It's so sad when I see all those people lining up just to get the bums rush when they finally get a table. Mm -hmm. They gladly go along with it like the people running the restaurant could treat them ten times worse and they would still love it. Like the W people, see I can't say Bush, like the Bush people are ready to drink the Kool-Aid at a moment's notice. Speaking of Kool-Aid drinkers, rumor has it that Phil Henry has ballooned to almost 300 pounds. Now he looks and sounds like lard ass. Are you sure? That's what they say. How do you like that? What's that all about? I'm trying to think back of the uh, IOD days. Was Phil, I don't think he was ever fat. Yeah, he had a gut, beer belly. He had a little bit of a belly, but he wasn't like a, a big fat guy. He's ballooned almost 300 pounds. Wow. I think somebody's punishing him. Oh, good God. Home cooking he's taking advantage of now. Oh, here's the facts from Ray that goes along with that memory hole thing. It says, I found this site with some great stuff called the memory hole. And below is an example, yada, yada. And remember, I also recommend the Sydney Morning Herald. Okay, Ray, calm down, okay? Ray's a good factory, just a little bit carried away. Just calm down. Today's Friday, and I noticed that now since I'm not ranting and raving and going on about StopFCC.com, we've got about, you know, 65 or so more people that have uh, signed a petition today from Florida. But uh, it's not like it's been the previous part of the week. And if anybody thinks I'm going to keep doing that here every day, oh, you got to get out. I mean, you know, I'm doing my part. I'm doing the best I can. What all of you people need to do, and besides signing the petition, is email everybody else that you know and have them do it. That's the way to do it. Because, I mean, we're getting close to 60,000 signatures on there, which is very good. So let's see, from the two weeks, 60,000 signatures. But Scott needs a lot more than that. We need to have like 600,000 in about a month. And the names, but this has to do with all of our livelihoods. This has to do with freedom of speech. It has to do with your entertainment, what you can hear. The choices that you have to make, it, it's, it's just, it, it's amazing. Stuff that we've been playing for years, and, and I think that uh, these corporate lawyers here are going way off the deep end. You know, when you when you run that scared, we might as well just play music, seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, the sports shows, well, they're talking about sports. Yeah, that, 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 you know, they're talking about the Dolphins. Although a lot of people would like to say that about the Dolphins. Tom Dicker writes in his column tomorrow, 
An inventive way of fighting the moral mafia, says Tom. People get it. Judging by the response to columns on the government jihad against broadcasters, make no mistake, this is a religious war, writes Tommy. Americans understand that the issue isn't Howard Stern getting bumped from a half a dozen clear channel stations. It's an all-out assault on the First Amendment. It's an all-out assault. Bills have been introduced to extend regulation to cable and satellite TV, even though they come into the home via private wires, not the public airwaves, the justification for control over broadcasters. The government has no more right in insinuating itself into cable than it would private phone calls. Don't laugh. <coughs> the Patriot Act makes this possible, as well as the ability to pry into the books you check out of the library. What's happened since the Super Bowl hasn't just cast a chill over broadcasters. It's created nuclear winter. Neil Rogers, king of South Florida radio for as long as Stern has been king of all media, says WQAM has redlined 70% of his comedy bits, and he gets a new list of things not to do almost every day. I've been doing some of these things for 25 years, and suddenly they're off limits, Rogers said. That so many understand this is the only positive to emerge from this sorry situation. If the expressions of concern share a theme, it is, what can we do? Letters to elected representatives are a way to vent, but may not be effective, because many who share your outrage are too lazy to do likewise. Lawmakers are impressed by numbers, especially in an election year. The religious right was able to generate 200,000 letters demanding a crackdown in the wake of Janet Jackson's unveiling. It's an imposing number and explains the urgency that Congress and the FCC have assigned to the witch hunt. Four years will have passed before a report on what happened on 9-11 is released. How's that for priorities? However, a New York computer technician named Scott hopes to trump the moral mafia five-fold. Two weeks ago, Scott launched a website, StopFCC.com, whose centerpiece is a petition for moral, uh, for media, uh, a petition for media freedom of speech. While we realize that the government has an obligation to protect our children, the petition states, surely there needs to be a limit to what is regulated. Adults and parents are capable of making decisions about what to watch, read, or listen to, and are certainly capable of turning off or putting down anything that may offend them or their children. As voting citizens, we ask our elected officials to consider your actions in attempting to further regulate television, radio, cable, satellite, print, and Internet content. We'll fight these actions by voting for a politician who cares about our rights as Americans. The goal is a million signatures. In less than two weeks, more than 50,000 Americans have signed, according to Scott, who says he wants his last name withheld out of fear of reprisals. I don't blame you, Scott. Significantly, Scott says, these are verifiable signatures. I'm using Bill Clinton's e-sign law to verify them. After a signature is registered, an email request for verifica verification is transmitted. A positive reply makes the signature as valid as if it were done by pen on paper. Scott is taking his campaign beyond sheer numbers. The website shows how many signatures have been received from each state. Florida's number three. So elected officials can gauge which way the wind is blowing back home. Apparently, some law lawmakers have taken notice. A techno whiz, Scott is able to track who's checking out the site. He says there have been numerous visits from people with .gov addresses. His next step, he says, is to break down the signature by zip codes, which he's already done, by the way, Tom. It's on there. Jicka says, if you think this is overreaction, much ado about a threat more imagined than real. Keep this in mind. This is an administration whose chief law enforcement officer, Attorney General John Ascroft, ordered drapes be put over classical pieces of sculpture. Nice going, Tom. Thanks. Tom Jicka in Tomorrow's Sun Sentinel. How do you like that? Not bad. Don't be giving me not bad. At least he's got the website in there. Okay, stopfcc.com. Uh, There's a lot more you people ought to be doing on there today. Boy, you know, they do a lot. Uh, you know, Florida's doing great. Coming from nowhere, coming from sixth or seventh spot on there to pass uh, others like they're standing still, past New York State. I, I still can't get over that. 
<laughs> I don't know why. It, it's just amazing to me. It's just shocking. But then again, even on his own petition there to, to, to bring uh, Clear Channel, to bring Stern back to Clear Channel, even on his own petition ride there, which was started by two Florida guys, by the way, got a big thing in the Herald the other day, yesterday. Even on Arizona, only got 4,700 signatures. So maybe if some people would exert a little bit more energy on behalf of the entire industry and on behalf of freedom of speech and the Bill of Rights, maybe we'd get something going here as opposed to being just uh, you know on their perpetual lifelong ego trip. 6,362 for Florida. Texas got a head start on us right off the bat, so they got like over 11,000. California, 8,940. That's what Florida will hop over next if you folks hop on there. On stopfcc.com, we're like all we're over 2,000, we're 2,200 and some odd signatures ahead of uh, New York State, with their 20 million lethargic people. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Hey, you bastards. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way. WQM, here's a fact that says Phil Henry was on Dennis Miller the other night and looked pretty rough, is what it says. Yeah, but wait, yeah, but wait a second. 300 pounds and ballooning up like uh, somebody stuck a bicycle pump inside of his navel. Or maybe... Rectum. Who knows? Overrated. Here's a good one. George W. and then says you can't say his name on here. George W. Bush, El Presidente. How could we forget him? Well, you know. That sure fits in with the poll. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated? Mostly hype. Well, I think that fits him like a rubber glove. Now, now, speaking of crazy people, FCC Commissioner Kathleen Abernathy says indecency rules are necessarily vague. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very good, sweetheart. Kathleen Abernathy said yesterday morning that because context 
plays such a huge role in determining whether content can be deemed indecent, the Commission's policies on what constitutes an indecent broadcast must reflect that reality. Given that we're dealing with First Amendment speech rights and protecting children, she told reporters yesterday morning in her Washington, D.C. orifice, I think that you've got to recognize there's going to be a lack of clarity. <laughs> right. Isn't that great? Yeah. There's going to be a lack. In other words, nobody has any idea what they're talking about, including them. Everyone has to use their best judgment. Indeed, she called on networks to set standards for their stations to follow. The networks have to guide their stations and say, here is what we think is appropriate balance, Abernathy said, and then we will at the end of the day give them guidance. But understand, we can't tell you in every instance, up or down, when it's appropriate and when it's not appropriate. So they can't tell us. We're just supposed to guess and hope for the best. She added that the commission is committed to completing its reviews of indecency complaints more rapidly to help inform the issue. We're trying to get these indecency complaints out as quickly as we can because they then provide the guidance for future programs, she said. It's a little bit, here's the understatement of the, not the century, the history of the human race. It's a little bit difficult for the broadcasters if we say something is indecent and it took us two years to say it. And in the meantime, a whole bunch of stuff continued that they might have said they wouldn't have broadcast. Well, what a rocket scientist, Kathleen. What a genius. What a f***ing genius. That's like saying if you would have put a road sign up there that said the speed limit was 45, we wouldn't have been going 90. Huh. Yeah. Instead of dragging your feet and waiting and waiting and waiting and diddling around and diddling around and waiting for a political year when you know when it's opportune to strike, when you're pandering to all the goody two-shoes out there, all the people who think fart sounds on a radio are obscene and disgusting and vulgar. I think those people are obscene and vulgar. And you know somebody else who's obscene and vulgar? You know who I'm talking about. Put those two together. Who you got? In fact, why isn't he on the uh, poll? Pig Pop? Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Pig Popper. Bill Pop. Big Papa. Yeah, Big Popper. You've heard of the Big Bopper? How about the Big Popper? Hey, by the way, I heard the Big Bopper died in a plane crash. <laughs> With Richie Valens and Buddy Holly. Didn't yeah. you hear that? Right. Just Long then. time ago. Now, Miss Fudge will probably put on his website, Oh, Neil Rogers goes on here and said Rush Limbaugh died. I didn't say anything about Rush Limbaugh. I said the Big Bopper, not the Big Pill Popper. Get it right, Miss Fudge. Rush Limbaugh's lawyers pulled a gotcha out of their head yesterday, says today's Palm Beach Post, pointing an appeals court to one of its own decisions forbidding the seizure of medical information without due process. Attorneys for the right-wing fascist talk show icon wrote in a brief before the 4th District Court of Appeals that the same court ruled two years ago that a DUI suspect's blood test could not be used in a criminal case against him because the state consent law hadn't been followed. Prosecutors have argued that the, uh, argued before the court that the federal Fourth Amendment guaranteed their right to seize Limbaugh's records and that they didn't have to follow state law procedures. Prosecutors made that same argument in the DUI case and were flatly rejected, wrote Limbaugh's attorneys Roy Black and Jackie Perchick in yesterday's response. Prosecutors omitted the fact in their current argument before the appeals court Limbaugh's attorneys be writing. Prosecutor, well, we already know that. They seized his records, doctor shopping, yada, yada, yada. The appeals court will eventually rule whether Krischer's office can use the medical records. One of Limbaugh's most unlikely allies, the ACLU and doctor's groups, have joined Limbaugh in the fight to keep his records private. On his radio show yesterday, Limbaugh said he had shown restraint from doing so in the past five months, poked fun at Krischer. Limbaugh, though, has constantly complained on his show <clears throat> that the investigation is a political witch hunt conducted by Krischer, a Democrat. 
Let me charge. Uh, let him charge me with making fun of him, Limbaugh said in the show. I'm sure he can find a statute. Maybe he can find a statue, and the attorney general can cover it up with a cloth. Or topple it. A spokesman for the state attorney's office, Mike Edmondson, declined to comment. We don't respond to what suspects say, Edmondson said. <laughs> suspect. I like that. Rush Limbaugh, suspect. Yeah. Big fat suspect. Pill popping, admitted pill popping suspect. Pill popping, Dr. Shopping. Has kind of a ring to it, don't it? <laughs> Rhymes. Could be a song. I like it. Put it to music. Boca. Let's see. Eddie and Pembroke Pines, who's out of control, says, Bush crime family. Can we say this? These words and sounds the FCC is objecting to be just the beginning. I'm sure they think some of these ideas are a lot more obscene. The Bush family continues to expand and maintain their influence to control and overthrow the governments of other nations. The new deal is they want to keep the Haitians down to keep their standard of living low. About 11 cents an hour. It's good for big business. Yeah, sew those baseballs a little bit tighter so they can hit 100 home runs a year, please. It worked in most nations they got involved in. didn't work in Cuba, hence the hard line. We have a bogus war on drugs that just funnels money into their family. It's a war we'll never win because it's too profitable. And you want, a lot of people have forgotten. Thanks, Eddie, for reminding me, even though it's not in your facts, but it just lit up that light bulb on top of my head again, top of my uh, crown. May, 9, May 2001. Colin Powell presents the Taliban with a check for $43 million U.S. in exchange for cutting down the uh, drug trafficking and those uh, eye poppy seeds. Remember that? Yep. How many times have we talked about that? About 30, Do the American man. people care? No. Is the media screaming about that? No. No. If I were one of the Democratic uh, behind-the-scenes there people uh, putting the words in Kerry's mouth, I guarantee you right now they'd be screaming bloody murder about that. We were subsidizing these bastards because they were going to help us build that Af that oil pipeline through Afghanistan. O I L M O N E Y. How many times? How many zillion times? About thirty, man. Thirty zillion times I've told you that. Nah, you're wrong, Neil. You're just uh, this anti-Bush stuff. Yeah, right. Whatever you say. Don't confuse the public with the truth. They can't handle it. Even Jack Nicholson knows that. Don't forget, join the big O, the big oh. Orlando Alzaquiri. Noon to two today at Verizon Wireless in Boca, corner of Glades Road and Lions Avenue in the Somerset Shops, right next to Will Chamberlain's. Join O for prizes and giveaways. Once again, that's Verizon Wireless, 8903 Glades Road in prestigious geriatric Boca. Live We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. You picking on Alien again? I'm the baby Jesus, by the way. Million rises in a tube of shore. <laughs> <laughs> he stirs up all the exiles. Incredible. Cause they have no life. And he starts at the Cuban school today. I'm sure there's going to be something here we're going to have to dump. I can, smell it. I can smell it. Million
Every time of Villion, every time of protest. I have no life. We should send him back. Oh! Hey, up. Finger head to Washington. Little Elianito. How about the. Uh, what's his name? What's his Antonio name? on Passions. He's alright. Antonio and Luis. I think maybe Luis on Passions is highly overrated if you ask me. <coughs> Nevertheless. So we got that, Elian Gonzalez? Josh, yeah. can you handle it? Yeah, we got it. We got it. You're good. I'm glad. Howard Stern, 76. Joe Stonecrab, 70. Walmart, 35. Outback Steakhouse, 28. South Beach, 23. Larry King, 18. Uh-huh. Rascal House, 17. Planet Hollywood, 16. Hard Rock Cafe, 15. Disney, 14. W has got 11 already. Rush Limbaugh, also 11. See that birds of a feather? Suck together. Mm-hmm. Alex Pinellas, 10. Now, nice. now, I don't know if you dumped that or not. Yes. You did? Yeah. Well, you see, again, now you may well, have brought up something... You brought up something. Well, I made a noise because I, I, I like that. Yeah, well. But the question is, the question is, and we haven't decided any of these no, things. We this haven't. business, we're, we're, what we are doing here on QM, it's like anybody that saw the movie, which was a horrible movie, uh, with uh, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. set of a woman, where he was driving the car, blind guy right. driving that uh, Ferrari, okay, through the streets of New York. So that's what we're doing. We are we are flying blind. It's like mm-hmm. if you got on a plane in the middle of the flight, the pilot came on and said. Both yours truly and my uh, co-captain here are blind, but we'll get us there, you know. And everybody, of course, would be committing suicide. They'd try to impale themselves with those very uh, not-too-sharp plastic knives that they give you with your meal. That's what we're doing. Because the question I want to ask is, now, all the Spanish-language stations, they pretty much say whatever the hell they want. They use whatever language they want. And certainly that word that we dump, uh, it would be nothing, not a big deal for those languages, for those uh, stations. Right. 
Now, we need to discuss those. So, like what you brought up before about actually having a discussion of these things and getting something. <laughs> yeah. I know that's revolutionary for Beasley Broadcasting and QAM. Or in the six and a half years that I've been on this radio right. station, there has never, never once been a meeting. They have sales meetings. Has there ever been a talent meeting? No. No. Once a year at the other place. It was routine. Right. And every place I've ever worked. Staff meeting. With the lawyers. Right. And they could put me on the speakerphone because I sure as hell wouldn't come back for it. But, I mean, you know, that, that's the way you do it. So and everybody participates, especially during these trying times. These are the times that try our holes, man. Or as George would say, these are the times that try our bulls. But at any rate, yeah, there he goes again. Off the deep end. That's pens. not on the list. No, 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 there's no problem with that. Yeah. That's why I started today with I smoke uh, eight joints. Because that'll be coming next. Oh, you're promoting uh, drugs and drug paraphernalia? Uh, that's got to stop, too. There, there's no end to it. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking... Now, two things I would like to point out. Number one, I'm sure they probably thought I was joking, and at the time I was, but since we have a program director and an operations manager, it seems to me that part of their job, and of course uh, between the two of them sitting around twiddling their thumbs all day listening to this show, part of their job should be to come into that studio where George is sitting right now and go through every single piece of recorded material on there and make the decision, whether it's acceptable or not. Make a list. See what I'm saying? Because right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I went through, gave a cursory run through the first time before the rules changed right. and it no became, way. became so, uh, chilling. But I'd like to know one thing. Where's the list? Yeah, that's exactly the question. And then we could technically remove them or whatever or just make sure we don't play them. Right. As opposed to every time I go to play something now, during the commercial break, I have to listen to it on audition before I even dare play it. And even then, if I don't have time to listen to the whole thing like that last bit, come mm -hmm. to find out, whoop. There's something in the middle there. There's a word. There's an expression. There's, there's a, a phrase. A there's a there's a oh a sound. Oh man. Woo! What now? Wait a minute. I heard that. I'm dumping it. <laughs> oh. Can we still say dump? No, you can't say dump, and you certainly can't say thump. Well, I'm taking my garbage to the garbage place. Good. And dump it there. I mean. Oh. So that that's number one. They should be going through the entire DCS. And, I mean, they don't have to do it for the sports nerds because the sports nerds, especially the ex docs they blurt out a bunch of crap on here all the time anyway. Because some of them don't happen to be like real broadcasters. They just happen to be sports nerds, who a lot of people like. But nevertheless. Um, and then number two, anybody in this business. Now, I did see yesterday especially. I'm not going to mention the names on the air. But I saw the names of some people in the business. Now, I'm assuming that those were legitimate on the uh, stopfcsl.com where not all the names actually show up on there, but the last five, whenever you happen to click onto it, will show up, which I think is kind of an interesting thing. It will show up the name and where, they're, uh, where they live. And I saw some people in the industry sign on there, and one of our salespeople came in this morning and said that he signed it, and uh, other people uh, he knows he had him sign it. But anybody in the radio industry who doesn't sign this petition, you're a real major what we can't say anymore. F*** right. okay? You're a bad you're person. Idiot. Yeah, you're a bad person is what you are. Shame on you. I mean, every every person who works in sales, every broadcaster who gets on the air, even to say hello and goodbye, which pretty soon that's all we're going to be able to say, you ought to be on that petition right now. You ought to be emailing everybody you know and even just through the phone book, through the uh, white pages, and saying get on stopfcc.com right now and uh, sign it. Let's get a, a 10 million signatures and bombard Congress and the White House and everybody and the FCC 
and let them know that we really are mad as hell and we're not going to take this crap anymore. It's got to stop somewhere. It's insanity. Now, see, the thing of it is, I got all kinds of alternate solutions. Many. Mm -hmm. See, I'm not boxed in. Which so it's, in a way, it wasn't a bad idea. I did those seven months where I just read all the bedtime stories all day, didn't take any calls, you know. Right. Didn't have to worry about anything. That's one possibility. Music's another possibility. There, there's a zillion different ways to cut mm -hmm. this turkey. But the idea that we're supposed to be able to sit here and interpret as we go along, this is not acceptable. It has to come from corporate. It has to come from the people whose very license is on the line. If they can't tell us, how the hell are we supposed to know? And the only reason we even have this list that we took that poll on yesterday is because I demanded it. We're just supposed to remember in our head, well, uh, here's one and here's another one, like kind of piecemeal. It's like the same mentality as the FCC. Well, just keep going ahead about 80 miles an hour. We'll let you know when you're going too fast. Oop, there it is. Gotcha. Unacceptable. Absolutely, positively unacceptable. Absolutely. Thanks, Mo. Four minutes till noon. What's that schedule look like? We got the Mad Dog at two. All right. The Humper is in Vegas at four this afternoon. The Hebrew Hammer <laughs> from Vegas. Seven o'clock Panther preview. Panthers who just about have to win every game from now on to have a shot at the playoffs. That was a big win over the Islanders, but they still uh, got to keep winning. They play at Atlanta, the Trashers tonight, 7.30 is game time. Eddie K follows the hockey game and the unctuous, unacceptable sporting news radio overnight. Mike and this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. I am Frau Ileana Ross-Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the Neil Roche Communista Hour. Sick lion! Freedom's dead, freedom's dead, let's bury our heads. Freedom's dead, freedom's dead, let's bury our heads. This is the Twelve oh one at five sixty WQM your station four hundred twenty eight votes see nothing like yesterday because uh, this is uh, not all that controversial but it's uh, a little more fun right yeah we want to get everybody whipped up into a constant center frenzy ain't good for our health if you want to fight the good fight you have to like uh, keep on an even keel right remember Howard Keel he's still dead <laughs> which of these people places or businesses do you think is the most overrated mostly hype Howard Stern eighty Joe Stonecrab, 73. Walmart, 36. Outback, 28. South Beach, 28. George W. is moving up fast, 23. George W. Push. Larry King, 21. Rascal House, 19. Oh, boy, they should be doing better than that. That should be your worst problem, Sonny. Ooh. Planet Hollywood, 18. Rush Limbaugh, 17. <laughs> Pop a couple of more, Rush. Hard Rock Cafe, 16. Disney, 16. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, 12. Jimmy Buffett, 11. Alex Pinellas, 10. Oh, I hate saying that. Alex uh, Pacania. He's just a little guy, kind of funny looking. He's got 10. 
Smith and Molenski, uh, six, but we sure like that silverware. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Niagara Wait. Falls, six. Bayside, three. Elianito. Elian Gonzalez, three. And poor old Chuck E. Cheese out of 428 votes. They only got a pair. They only got two. It's for little kids. Right. You know? It's, it's, it's a fun place to go and uh, get plastic in your intestines. It's rated perfectly for what it is. Right. A it's a little kid place. place little uh, kid. <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's about as cheesy as it gets. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I like talking to Neil, please. Speaking, yes. Hey, Neil, how are you? Pretty good. I got two for your list that okay. uh, I'm shocked they're not there yet. Sawgrass Mills Mall. Oh, I hate man, that, that, place. That, that is one of the all-time best choices, man. What What is that place all about? And it's expanding or something. So uh, Probably uh, maybe they'll buy my house for a million dollars. And the other one I can't stand is that Simon Crowell or whatever his stupid name is from American Idol. Simon Cowell. Powell, whatever. Obnoxious, disgusting. Makes me the whole American Robinson. Idol program could be on the list. So Exactly. Thanks, Pally. All right, Neil. See ya. You know something? I think he just, let's see, people, place have been to know American Idol doesn't fit in those categories. Simon Cowell will do. Sawgrass Mills Mall. I could do the whole rest of the show on that because I live right out there in that neck of the woods, as you know. How many times uh, a year do I go there? See, I'm not going to play. Uh, I, I just don't go there. What are you going to go there for? Uh, it's the free. it's the third biggest attraction, tourist attraction in the state of Florida. Disney World's number one. I believe Bush Gardens is number two. I could be wrong on that. And but I know Sawgrass is number three. Now, how is that possible? That's why nobody speaks English there. No, they all speak uh, Brazilian, Portuguese, or something. I don't know. It's like the Tower of Babel when you walk in there. I, I don't know what that place is all about. Why do I keep hearing that faxing sound? Do you hear that? Or is no, that in the line? I'm, I'm faxing you. Oh, and I hear, <laughs> I see. It's a faxing sound on a fax machine. What a concept. No, seriously, the Sawgrass, uh, I mean, if there was like a, a real store, now that J.C. Penney's outlet uh, store, whatever they call that, have you ever been in there? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Oh. You know, I've only ever been in there on uh, radio-related occasions. like appearances. Right, remember the signing with Dr. Bob, rest in peace? How can I forget? Who was watching where he walked that day, although I guess the sidewalks weren't icy on that day, but... At any rate, we had Dr. Bob signed over 700 books, sold over a thousand of his books that day. It was great. That was at the um, Books a Million. That's a good place. We like those people. They were very nice to us. We like them. But uh, quite frankly, since I have a Borders about two blocks from where I live, I'd probably go to Borders. Or I'd probably, if I really wanted to go to a real bookstore, go over to the Fountain Shops. What's that? Uh, um, what's the other big book chain? Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. You know where that one is? Sure. Oh, that's a great store. We got one by the Hoos. It's nice. I mean, Barnes and Noble makes Borders look like a, a dime store with a few magazines. Quite frankly. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Well, but Borders don't like me anyway. Oh, you don't want to buy that. What do you want that CD for, huh? Palm Beach County troublemaker just faxed and said, "When I was a child, my family had what was called a curse word jar. Whenever us kids uttered a dirty word, we had to deposit a quarter. In light of your situation, I think you should consider doing the same. Instead of a quarter, it have to be about." Several thousand dollars. About 30, man. For real or imagined, FCC word list now under consideration. Construction might not be a bad idea, says the Palm Beach County Troublemaker. Sure. How the hell do we know? We don't know. And we can't even get it from our corporate people, okay? All we get is our program director and operations manager whining, well, we don't know, well. Well, that's great. We need to know, okay? We have a need to know. Now, Greg says that I've been very cooperative so far, and that was even before the latest uh, edict came down. Can I say that, edict? And, and I have been. Not to pat myself on the back, because it's uh, not easy when you're as fat as I am. But nevertheless. But, I mean, it comes a point, especially with these... See, I think 
I didn't like it, but I think it was fine until we got these latest. There is a couple of words on this list, which, uh, first of all, we never said them, that are just common sense anyway. I have no problem with that. In fact, one, two, uh, two, three. Well, but again, it all depends on context. Even that bitch from the FCC said it all depends on context. Right. But we did get the good news that we can say the vice president's first name as long as we call him Dick Cheney. Well, let's see, Miguel apologizes for letting Scott write the other ones. Okay, good. Join the big... Oh! Till 2 today at the Verizon Wireless, 8903 Glades Road in Boca. Stop by to spin the veal for prizes. That's till 2. He's there right now at the big uh, O of Verizon Wireless. And join George tomorrow, 11 to 1, at Fort of Pompino at 1000 North Federal Highway. They'll have prizes there, usual crappy low-budget QM prizes. But you can enjoy free food from Atlantic City Subs where the uh, bread makes the difference. So does Ira. Don't let Scott be writing stuff to be on the air, okay? It's a little beyond his scope, okay? In fact, he brings a big bottle of scope in there every day. He borrowed it from Pharrell. Bill, the one who doesn't hate George in Fort Lauderdale, says, It seems to me the end result of this FCC out-of-control crackdown is going to be a radio show that sounds just like the Big Wilson bit that you play, where he's doing the Ranieri type of double talk going on and on and on, saying absolutely nothing, except teasing the listener about these Starland vocal band's upcoming performance of Afternoon Delight. I can hardly wait. Heil Hitler, says Bill in Fort Lauderdale. Heil Hitler! Now, wait a minute. Yes? Don't go crazy. That's a sexual song. Explicitly sexual. What's that? Afternoon, Afternoon Delight? Delight? Yes, it is. I didn't say we were going to play it. All right. Okay, don't be picking on poor Bill, okay? He's just, uh, hello, Big? Hello, Big? Practice doing that. Come on. Hello, Big? Hello, Big? Yeah. 81 <laughs> votes for the Sternmeister, 76 for Joe and Stonecrabs. Everybody else so far is uh, Little League. Hello. WD- <laughs> WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Hello, Big? Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Big. People, I think, are overhyped are those American Idols. They're what? The American Idols? Yeah. Oh, they effing suck. I hate those people. Okay, well, thanks, but that's not uh, that's not a category. American Idol is a show. I mean, the American Idol people, yes. Like, I, think, especially, I think that's uh, what he was uh, talking about, the American Idols. Uh, yeah, but we can't. That that doesn't, uh, that's, that's a stretch and a reach, okay? And we're not stretching it, and we're sure not reaching with it. So just uh, forget about well, it. Not during working hours, anyway. Simon Cowell is good enough. Unless you want to put that hung guy on there. And see, we can't say that either. <laughs> no. Oh, can we say hung? No. No, not a chance, okay? <laughs> sorry. So sorry. Get some coins and put them in the slot. Can't say that. Scoran, though, says every time she stands up, they fall out. WQM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good. The, the Swap Shop is the number two most visited. The Swap Shop. Oh, I love it. How about the Paris Hilton as well? Paris Hilton's a fabulous choice. Got to go. Thanks. What kind of a person would want to see her naked? I have no line. Exactly. Why would you want to go looking at Paris Hilton doing anything when you can see Elle McPherson on our website today free if you're over the age of 85? Behind the beaded curtain, of course, with John Ashcroft looking on. And keep noticing on there, look at it very carefully. His eyes are moving. He is monitoring you <laughs> on the beaded curtain. That's a great shot, but I still say there's... Uh, well, I don't want to go into it. I can't. Don't. You know what I said before the show, though. There's mm-hmm. something there that could uh, look a little bit better, I think, but nevertheless. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Miami Seaquarium? Miami Seaquarium, okay. Any special and, reason? And a pulpit? Paul Castronova. Paul Castronova, okay. Small potatoes, but we'll put them on there. Paul Castronovo. Oh, I just ran into him at the Sawgrass the other night. 
I mean, what kind of a jackass, yeah, I almost said it, what kind of an a-hole goes on here and, and, and makes up a story about how I just ran into Neil? I mean, I, he's another one obsessed with me, just, just obsessed. Hi, this is Sonny Fox. I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word. Not no more. <laughs> we ought to just play that every single day, over and over and over, a million times. Hi, this is Sonny Fox. I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word. That was just a... I know, but I'm just saying he's, uh, he had a little vowel movement there. So I better get that out of there real quick before I play it again. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty. In fact, maybe Sonny, who's uh, got a fair sense of humor once in a while, if he's in the right mood and if he's, uh, you know, not imbibing too much, maybe he would recut that for us and say, uh, "This is uh, Sonny Fox. I used to listen to Neil Rogers, so I can hear the word uh, whatever and put it. Yeah, put a hole. That would be cute. That would be cute, Sonny. Come on, do something useful." WQM. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. I'm good too. It's a little uh, outdated now, but I was going to say J Lo and Ben. That was just a terrible one as far as I was concerned. Um, uh, how about Benefer? Benefer. There you go. Benefer would be good. Just, just put the word Benefer on there. They know what we're talking about. There you go. I had one for George also, too, the other day when you guys were doing the songs. I was going to say Sweet Dreams by the Arrhythmics and then Marilyn Manson. But right. I couldn't get through. So that was a good remake. So uh, You guys have a fabulous day, though. And you, too. Back to you, pal. All right, brother. Okay. Bye. See you on the inside. We're all going to be on the inside, man. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQM. Hey, get on the inside at Pompano Park. Or if the weather's just right, hang out outside down there by the on the apron. Do you ever put your apron on at the track? No. You know what the apron is, don't you? Yeah, it's that thing down there. It's Around that the, thing down there where everybody hangs around. Yeah, they're like uh, they wear their skirt. B. Farber used to wear uh, a skirt and an apron. I don't think so. She had the pants in that family. Anyway, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park Racing and Card Room has got the gambling plunging action you're looking for. Located just a half a mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike, Pompano Park is a piece of cake to get to no matter where you live. And best of all, Pompano Park offers you free admission uh, and free general parking every day. Reminds me of my days at Suffolk Downs in Boston 100 years ago. Free general parking, free admission. I love that. Live harness racing in the poker room is open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, including today. Poker started just a few minutes ago. Starts at noon every racing day. Goes on till midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05 p.m., including tonight. Tonight, there will be free drawings to get into the money machine and grab it $1,000 in cash and betting vouchers. Maybe even win a raffle ticket for a 2004 Porsche Boxster. Plus, there will be swing dancing demonstrations at the track. They'll be swinging it. And then tomorrow, the most unbelievable fireworks stunt show on the face of the earth takes place with the amazing Australian daredevil Vince Sylvester and his horse Hand Me Silver as they race around the track doing their thing, performing their hot-to-trot Fireworks show. Showtime is 9 p.m. It's an unbelievable thing. Ought to take the kids and the whole family tomorrow night, 9 o'clock at the track. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. Don't forget full card simulcasting seven days a week, too, at the track. For the current race schedule, call 972-2000. That's 954-972-2000. Or go online at pompanopark.com. Don't forget first post time tonight, 7.05 at Pompino Park. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM.
I'm proud to say I've never watched that show, and I never will. Aren't you excited about that? Never watched it. Oh, lucky you. You don't have anybody Never going to see it. Turns it on and uh, has it on. But I have some bad news for you, though, speaking of American Idol. Wait till you hear about the newest reality show. You're, I already told you this morning before the show. Mm-hmm. I should have surprised you with this. The National Enquirer, the brand new issue just out uh, this week, says, You've been juiced. That old cut-up, O.J. Simpson, gets his own reality show. And he's got a picture of him here. Despite his filming schedule, O.J. still has a little time for golf in Pasadena, March number 12. Is this disgusting or what? You've been juiced. That could be America's hottest new catchphrase if O.J. Simpson has his way. Oy vey. After ten years of being shunned by Hollywood and major advertisers, the juice is attempting a showbiz comeback with a new reality show. The inquirers learned exclusively... The show is patterned after Ashton Kutcher's popular punk series on MTV, and we caught Simpson red-handed filming episodes in L.A. in mid-March. And in one of the show's first segments, the accused double murderer... I killed Nicole. ...was made up to look like an elderly white man. O.J. walked through the lobby of the Lux Summit Hotel in Bel Air on March 11, disguised with a balding head, wrinkled skin, and liver spots, the hotel source told the Inquirer. He was hunched over and walked very slowly with a cane. He shuffled onto the bar, sat down, ordered a drink. O.J. told me, I just shot a bit for my show, and it was hysterical. I called the numbers at a bingo game. The ball rolled down the chute. I grabbed it with a shaky hand and yelled out in a craggy voice, B-26! I had to keep myself from laughing, he said. He also said, I killed Nicole. A source close to Simpson added, one day a producer called O.J. and asked if he'd consider starring in a reality show. He was elated. In the show, people are caught in embarrassing real-life situations. O.J. is put right in the middle to get a reaction, and he says, You've been juiced when the trap is sprung. Ever see him and Alan Funt together? Well, He thinks it's catchier than Ashton's You've Been Punked. For example, in one segment, a wife admits to her jealous husband that she's having an affair with another man. Before the husband can compose himself, the doorbell rings. He answers the door, and there's O.J. standing in the doorway, smiling like a Cheshire cat. Oh, that's going to be funny. And O.J. says, I killed Nicole. O.J. told me, I really believe nobody wanted to see me on TV again, but now i got a second chance, and it feels great. Too bad Nicole and Ron can't feel anything these days, but it feels really great. How sad. I'll bet you that the water Nazi and screw Ann and Greg and some of the other Dodo Bird sports nerds in that building are just, they just can't wait. They're more excited about uh, seeing her than uh, Frico out there at the front desk is about seeing Coochie Coochie Susan Lucci. By the way, Susan Lucci's daughter that plays Gwen on Passions is one of the ugliest sluts I've ever seen in my life. George Lucas, way overrated. The last thing he directed was in 1977. Now he's just a money-grubbing scum. George Lucas, got it? Got it. I heard he's out of this world is what I heard. Now, wait till you hear this. This is just, I mean, I can't, I'm almost speechless. Thanks to the Drudge Retort, by the way, that's with a T, Drudge.com. Thank you for, uh, this is from Newsday. Bush campaign gear made in Burma. 
his campaign store sells a pullover from a nation whose products he has banned from being sold in the USA. The official merchandise website for President W.'s re-election campaign has sold clothing made in Burma, whose goods were banned by Bush from the U.S. last year to punish its military dictatorship. The merchandise sold on www.georgewbushstore.com includes a 49.95 fleece pullover, fleece being the operative word, embroidered with a Bush-Cheney 04 logo and bearing a label stating it was made in Burma, now Myanmar. The jacket was sent to Newsday as part of an order that included a shirt made in Mexico and a hat not bearing a country of origin label. The Bush merchandise is handled by Spalding Group, a 20-year-old supplier of campaign products and services in Louisville, Kentucky, that said it worked for the last five Republican presidential nominees. Ted Jackson, Spalding's president, said we found only one other in our inventory that was made in Burma. The others were made in the USA. He said the company has about 60 of the fleece pullovers in its warehouse and that a supplier included the Burma product by mistake. Right. Bush campaign officials didn't return calls seeking comment. The imports are potentially an issue because outsourcing has become a hot political topic in the election. Absolutely. Bush last July signed into law the Burmese Freedom and Democracy Act, saying the United States will not waver from its commitment to the cause of democracy and human rights in Burma. Violators of the import ban are subject to fines and jail, according to the U.S. Treasury Department. Burmese textile workers can earn as little as seven cents an hour, according to the National Labor Committee of Human Rights Group. <laughs> there you go. Just a little hypocrisy from El Presidente there. Ever see him and Kathy Lee together? No. Same person. Same idiot. Hans Blick says, remember Hans? See. The invasion of Iraq has polarized the Middle East and may have worsened the threat of terrorism, says U.N. Weapons Inspector Hans Blix on a tour of the U.S. to promote his book. To, and, and what what an idiot, Chris Matthews. You know, if, if there's a bigger idiot that's ever been born, I can't imagine who it might be. He had him on a couple of nights ago, and at the end of the interview, you know, the music starts playing and time is running out. Nobody's watching anyway. It's MSNBC. And he says, well, thank you very much for being with us, and good luck with the book. Good luck with the book. It would be like having Jesus Christ come down from the sky. Jesus and Christ. There, sitting there next to Chris um, Matthews and Chris saying, well, listen, thank you, uh, Jesus, uh, for being with us. And by the way, good luck with the movie. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, this guy is just such a, such a putz. Plus, what has he got in his mouth? Well, the talk, the way, he, the way he talks like Daffy Duck. On a tour of the U.S. to promote his book, Disarming Iraq, Blitz criticized President George W., and British Prime Minister Tony Blair for engaging in a witch hunt to justify the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq a year ago, one year ago today. In a speech sponsored by the Chicago Council on Foreign Relations, Blix listed the negatives he believes have resulted from the war, polarized societies in the Middle East, a rift in NATO, damage to the U.N. Security Council, and no easing in the threat of terrorism. The terrorism threat has not abated, he said. Asked to expand on his comments in light of the March 11 train bombings in Spain that killed more than 200, he said, it's clearly an increase in the terrorism. It was al-Qaeda or some related terrorist movement trying to tell the states they should not participate in actions in Iraq. He said his task of seeking weapons of mass destruction in Iraq was undermined by the Bush and Blair governments, which probably knew they were exaggerating the threat to justify the invasion. He says the war was more punitive than preemptive, he said. Oh, all those dead bodies, man. All those nameless dead bodies. All those coffins that the president doesn't want to go and see. 26 past noon at QAM. How's that poll coming? Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, mostly hype? 528 votes. Not bad. 
Howard Stern, 60, uh, 86. Joe Stonecrab, 83. Got a good battle going on there between uh, the Sternmeister and Joe's. George W., 43. He's moving up. He's dangerous. Walmart, 37. The Outback, 35. South Beach, 31. Rush is moving up, 29. The Kingmeister, 28. Planet Hollywood, 23. Disney, 22. The Rascal House has got 20. Oi! Rick Sanchez, 17. Hard Rock Cafe, 16. Jimmy Buffett, 13. Alex Pinellas, 11. Smith Walensky, 8. Elian Gonzalez, 6. How is uh, Castronova doing? Will we put him on there or not? He's not on there. Oh, there he is. He's got one. Probably uh, old, old Ron voted for him. 27 past noon. Have you ever listened to that show? Are you talking about Paul and Ron? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. You never listened to it? Even long once? Ago, oh, once, a long time ago. And it, uh, One day I got up early. I was making an omelet. Or our. Don't omelet. forget omelet and Stugatz. 9.40 in no, the afternoon, toast. baby. Isn't that toast? Did I say omelet? You did. Oh, toast. I'm sorry. Well, I get them confused. Some breakfast food is on there with Stugatz. Hey, speaking of food, what a good segue. If you're starving to death but you don't want to cook up a storm and spend all that time in the kitchen, Emerald Coast will do it for you. They'll cook up a feast the likes of which you've seldom seen. They've got six different kinds of fantastic soups and zillions of succulent entrees, like, uh, like I said, delicious entrees. I don't think we can say succulent nope. no more. New York Strip made order in their sizzling Asian grill, along with a new seafood Saint Jacques, oysters on a half shell, Alaskan stone crab, middle neck clams, jumbo shrimp, uh, jumbo, see em. scampi every night. If you still have any room in your puppets, sample the hand-carved prime rib. Their new Thai specialties, too. they got a full salad bar, new sushi bar, and fresh cocktail. No headaches when you walk out of the Emerald Coast because they don't use any MSG, no cornstarch, no crap. They cook everything only with cholesterol-free oils, too. And if at the end of this unbelievable pig-out, you still have a little bit of room, like I always tell you, shove a crowbar in your pants or just shove the desserts in, the, in your pants. They've got a dessert bar that's fantastic with Belgian waffles. Pies, cakes, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, even fresh fruit. And there's nothing better than a fresh fruit. Just ask me. Three locations, Emerald Coast Ford. They're in Sunrise, Pine Island of 44th Street, Collins Avenue just north of 163rd, North Miami Beach, and also at the intersection of prestigious Flamingo and Pembroke Roads in Pembroke Pines. So take the whole family or book your next business luncheon right now and let our friends at the Emerald Coast cook up a storm for you, a fantastic, unbeatable feast, takeout, and delivery always available, too. Call them at 954-572-3822. That's 954-572-3822. Why not this weekend make a pit stop at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet? Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. From the makers of the Passion of the Christ comes Passion of the Christ on ice. All the violence of the movie you loved, but with a triple-axle crucifixion. See columns of graceful Roman soldiers whipping and weaving around the magnificent Messiah. The New York Times reports, these skaters really nailed this one. And USA Today says, jumping Jesus, Christ on ice is cold-blooded fun. Bring the kids to witness and savior each moment they cross. The grace, the glory, and the suffering of Christ on ice. Audience members may experience nausea, dizziness, death, or resurrection. Prop 33, uh, more explosions in Baghdad. Of the U.S.-led war in Iraq. Now, shut up, Wolf. Put a lid on it. Uh, didn't I tell you this morning that because today's the anniversary, there's going to be some heavy-duty crap going yes, on there? Did. And there is. 
6,469 uh, signatures from Florida. Sirens wailing in Baghdad's coalition-held green zone. The sirens wailing there. We're... I just got through saying that. So we're like way ahead in New York. Which uh, 4,152 for New York with their 20 million people with the Sternmeister on uh, K-Rock. And New Jersey, which is like right, I mean, 2184. Take a look at New Jersey, if uh, you must. you got Philadelphia on one side, which is right across from Trenton and Camden. And so Stern's on in Philly, right? And he's on in New York, which, of course, uh, covers all of eastern uh, uh, Jersey like a blanket. So what are we talking about? 2,184 signatures from New York? I mean, from uh, Jersey and 41. Uh, and it's sad. It's pathetic. So we've passed uh, New Jersey and Ohio and Pennsylvania and New York. We still got about uh, 2,500 to go to catch California. And Texas, uh, well, we may catch them or not. Not that it's a contest, but that it just is a little extra motivation for people who are generally very lazy and don't want to like sign their name or scared to sign their name. Don't be scared, okay? Scott's not going to turn you over to the FBI yet. StopFCC.com. Get with it. Has everybody in that building signed uh, uh, that petition yeah, yet? Yeah, right. What? There are people inside that building so you who haven't, haven't signed a petition? You're not in the building often, so you keep forgetting where we work. People at QAM and Power and KISS. Well, KISS ain't here. Well, KISS this. No. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, I got one for your poll. Okay. It's probably kind of late now, but the Bahamas? The Bahamas is unbelievably overrated. Excellent. Exactly. And I don't know how Castronovo got out in a, how he got on there because, I mean, I don't think anybody even overrates him to start with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he's small potatoes. And, hey, I'm surprised that Texas is their number one. In, in, no, no. And I'm surprised because that seems to be like, aren't they like the number one uh, state for uh, frying people up and stuff like that? Yeah, but uh, Scott mentioned that. I asked him, he said that they, for whatever reason, I mean, they have two uh, stations that carry stern there in Houston and in Dallas. And uh, he, I don't know, he must have gotten on the air there in uh, in uh, Texas and made a big push there or something. But they started before anybody else, so that's why they're ahead. We'll catch that's, him. That's, that's surprising to me. But anyways, all right, Neil, have a good day. Thanks a lot, Pally. See, the Bahamas not. Yaman. He's right. The Bahamas it just sucks. Five six seven oh five sixty. What cracks me up is that you know people in that building who get a lot of free trips to the Bahamas. Oh, you're wrong, Neil. The Bahamas is great. When's the last time you've been there? Not long enough ago. They treat you like crap. Rape, rape the public, grab your money. That's all they want to do is rip off the Americans. That's it. Of course, the rest of the world, they want to kill the Americans, so at least, you know. Don't go to Mexico either. No. Have you heard about the, the cab rides in Mexico? Yes, it's I have. Like the, it's kind of like the Roach Motel. You check in, but you never check out. I've heard about the Mexicans. Don't start, man. Pretty soon it'll be El Cinco de Mayo, and then you'll see a thing or two. Then you'll smell a thing. I mean, see a thing or two. Cinco, swim. 6469. And I'm looking on here at the last five names on there. I see Ohio, New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, California, Arizona, New Mexico. I don't see no Florida. But he's, uh, Scott's getting close to 60,000. I'm happy about that. That's good. It's coming along. Although when we first discovered this on Tuesday, all day it said that like, um, the last 24 hours there were like 8,000, 8,300 new signatures. And I noticed lately it's like 5,000 and some. Like right now it says 55, 24. Oh, that's not good enough. 
I wish Della was some way. I mean, we need to figure out. We need to, like, brainstorm a little bit because this is serious, and it's getting worse every minute of every day. These are opening stages of what will be a broad and concerted campaign. <laughs> An assault on free speech. Oh, nice going, W. They always come through for us, you know what? WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Ah, uh, you on Canada? Phony voice and a bad one, too. Hey, WQM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I haven't been able to call. Uh, I've been sick. Uh, George gave me the bat line, and I lost it. I'm oh, like... God. Reverend Jones has been sick, to which we say. All right. He hasn't been able to call either. No wonder. Hope that it's something serious. I mean, I hope uh, you die. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How about QAM for your poll? Most overrated? Yes, sir. Based on what? Who's rating is higher? On, based on sports. Not because you're on it, but just based on sports. Okay. I don't have any problem with that. All right, Neil. Thanks. If you want to put me on there, I wouldn't mind either, but nobody has yet. That's okay. WQAM, the sports thing. QAM, that's fine. Now, Clarence will probably come in. Oh, gee, how could you do that? Very easy. Very simple, okay? Simple things for simpletons, Clarence. I hope he and Duff have a real good time going through the DCS. They'll probably get some good yucks some good laughs. Hearing a lot of things that you folks won't be able to hear no more. Although that is one thing we still can play. No but not after no Monday. More. I think Monday's the left deadline for that. No more. Mm. No more. I'm not really sure why. And, of course, the Mo Bits, I don't think there are any of the Mo Bits. I mean, he's getting raped it and uh, I don't know. There's just a, And, of course, those sounds simulating uh, sexual activity. See, that's that's another thing. Because they're reading our minds. They're right. reading they're reading Boca Brian's mind when he did those bits. They know exactly what he had in mind. Like that discussion we had about that bit, the lashing of the Christ in there, and you think it's sexual, right. and I think it's religious. Well, I know exactly what you're saying, but they're not going to agree with you, see, because they're disagreeable. I got a great article, if I can ever print this damn thing out, by uh, Carl Bernstein. Just rips. And Carl Bernstein, remember Woodward and Bernstein? Sure. Carl Bernstein at least got a little personality. Did you ever see uh, 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 Woodward, Bob Woodward, on TV? No. He is as wooden as a cigar store Indian, man. I have never a brilliant guy, you know. Give him all the credit in the world. Good writer. But, boy, on TV, he is as wooden as uh, the counter you're sitting at right now. Here, Wolf, which is to... Oh, there's Paul Bremer. There's another BS guy. 20 to 1 at 560 QAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. About ten minutes. Whoa! From Miami? Sure. I'll just take the bullet train. Now you can travel from Key West to Jacksonville in less than 15 minutes on the Florida Bullet Train. Thanks to your well-researched landslide boat. Now boarding the bullet train for Yahoo Junction, Apopka, and Cucamonga. Why just take the monorail for some barbecue when the bullet train can take you all the way from Tampa right into Biscayne Bay? Where you can explore the tropical barrier reefs made entirely of Cuban Buick. Your vote of confidence in the credibility of elected officials has finally paid off. Take the Florida Bullet Train. 
For travel information on the Florida bullet train, call... Wait a minute. Wait. Oh. <laughs> it's the bullet train. 1245 at 560 WQAM. St. Pete Times. Legendary reporter Carl Bernstein uh, riffed last night about President Bush, the Martha Stewart trial, the war in Iraq, and his affection for Florida. See, nobody's perfect. But he mostly talked about an epidemic that troubles him deeply these days. He calls it, and I love the way he uh, refers to it, the triumph of idiot culture. <laughs> Ain't that great? I love it. Speaking to a crowd of about 200 at the Wyndham West Shore in Tampa, he placed most of the blame on modern media outlets. Bernstein, the former Washington Post journalist, who along with fellow reporter Bob Woodward unearthed the Watergate scandal that led to the resignation of President Dick Nixon, said much of today's news has deteriorated into gossip, sensationalism, and manufactured controversy. That type of news panders to the public and insults their intelligence, ignoring the contents, uh, context of real life, he said. Good journalism, Bernstein said, should challenge people, not just mindlessly amuse them. Did that die amuse you? He said the modern press lacks true leadership, citing such examples as AOL Time Warner and mogul Rupert Murdoch as media owners who have increasingly abandoned their principles of meaningful reporting. Boy, he is absolutely, positively... Absolutely correct, sir. Their interest in truth is secondary to their interest in huge profits, Bernstein said. Still, he said people can change that trend by exploring the Internet and piecing together from reputable sources their own news about important world matters. How do you like that, a man of our own heart? Mm hmm he offered another solution to avoiding the trash that fills the airwaves. Change the damn channel. Simple. What a concept. Bernstein also turned his election yesterday to the coming election, calling President Bush the most radical president of my lifetime and perhaps in the century. He said Bush is radical in every degree, from a favoritism of the wealthy to preemptive foreign policy to a lack of concern for civil rights. He certainly seems more ideological than any of our presidents, Bernstein said. Even so, Bernstein said he hopes a genuine debate can take place this year about the future of our country rather than the petty quarrels and meaningless accusations that so often dominate campaign coverage. Let's move beyond the absurd name-calling and soundbite journalism. He said it's our job to force a real debate. Won't happen. Try as he might, Bernstein couldn't escape the ghost of Watergate even for one night. A man stood during the post-speech question-and-answer session asked if Deep Throat the anonymous source by, used by Woodward and Bernstein was a real person. Bernstein smiled, broke into an impression of Nixon, grumbling to an assistant and wondering himself about Deep Throat's identity. Finally, Bernstein said, it is one person we didn't make him up, and when Deep Throat dies, we'll reveal him. We'll drag him out of the closet. Wait till you hear this. Okay. Want to stay fit and healthy? Not really. Oh. Well, if you do. <laughs> All right. Two top French nutritionists are telling people to go for a Big Mac and keep their fingers off the traditional French quiche. In an unexpected message to a country priding itself on the superiority of its food, a new food guide praises the McDonald's burger for having a higher and healthier protein-to-fat ratio than France's quiche Lorraine. Strangely enough, the products which are the most demonized are not necessarily the worst. John Michael Cohen, John Michael Cohen, Oy! and Patrick Sirog wrote in their book, Save Savoir Manger, Manger, Savoir Manger, whatever, I hate that French in which they analyzed 5,000 dishes available in shops and restaurants. The verdict published this month comes as McDonald's launches a new campaign to add healthier food choices to its menus. It also said it's limiting super size, no more pooper size, and no more soft drink, gigantic 10-gallon size, like 7-Eleven. I'll have the one that's just got a big hose in it that you put in the bathtub. What is this thing about property? Oh, here we go with another campaign. Oh, geez, stop. Stop. Do you believe this? 
That's why sure. I've launched my property tax cut. Well, good luck to you, Enrique, okay? You're the wrong Enrique, not the guy I like. Good golly, Miss Molly. Everybody's got a cause. Oh, come on, Neil, help us out. Like the like the one that's always faxing me that stuff about the uh, school, whatever that deal. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, well, Aren't you the cause celeb? Yeah, the cause celeb. Line nine's ringing. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'd like to uh, nominate somebody who's stayed out of his mind, Ronnie Reagan. Ronnie Reagan. Excellent choice. And thank you so much. Ronald Reagan, you got it, uh, Josh? Josh ain't got enough to remember Ronald Reagan. Of course, Ronnie Reagan don't remember him either. That was really bad. That was a cheap shot at poor Ronnie, okay, with his trickle-down. Uh... In fact, Nancy said it's trickling down all the time now. There you go. Forty seconds left in the two penalties. Leach is in over the line. McGillney's still out there. Leach to McKay. Roberts in front of the net to Leach. Leach finds it. Shoots it. Scores! Did Gary Roberts touch it? Yeah, touch this. Anyway, there's the great Joe Bowen. Leafs beat Philly last night, 3-2. Hung on for dear life. 5-6-7-0-5-6-8. Oh, I know George is pretty uh, fired up about that. Huh? WQM, hello. Yeah, here, dude. Neil. Yes, sir. How about Donald Trump? Donald, oh, excellent. Ooh, we were talking about him this morning. Thank you so much. All right, bye. Thank you. Which uh, leads me into the story. Uh, did I uh, print that out? I'm sure I did. About Donald Chump and his latest ego trip. Yeah, oh, here it is. Trump seeks to trademark you're fired. I mean, that's like saying, I'm going to trademark uh, bye-bye. John McLaughlin sure. from uh, that show is going to bye-bye. Or Justin, Justin Tinkerbell is going to trademark bye-bye-bye. Yeah. How do you like them apples? Oh. What what idiocy? Wendy's Ash Diners, where's the beef? Nike commanded sports nuts to just do it. Now Donald Trump is seeking... Uh, you, you know what this reminds me of? That? When Nancy Reagan said, just say no. How about if Nancy yeah. Reagan trademarks... No. Huh? Sure. No. Uh, no! Can't say it. Nancy's got the trademark. No. Donald wants to trademark another pithy phrase, you're fired. The real estate mogul and reality TV star and a-hole has fired a trademark application for the phrase, according to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office's website. Known for his gaudy casinos and unusual mane of copper hair, Trump dismisses underlings on the hit TV show The Apprentice with a curt, You're fired! Which rhymes with, Retire! You're fired. I watched that show once. If you paid me by the second, I wouldn't watch it again. But it's a big hit. Yeah, okay. So is American Idol. Trump said he intended to emblazon your fired on games and casino services and your fired Donald J. Trump on clothing. Oh, let's go out and buy it. He needs the cash so bad. Poor baby. Other tyrannical bosses who won't, won't have to alter their vocabulary if the application wins approval. A U.S. Patent and Trademark Office official said it only uh, protect those specific uses on his merchandise. A trademark attorney listed on the application did not immediately return a call seeking comment. Oh. You're fired. What a sad, sad state of affairs. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. The Mad Dog at two. The Humper from Vegas at four. Panthers and the uh, Trashers from Atlanta at seven o'clock pregame tonight. Seven thirty game time. Big game. WQM. Hello. And read my lips, uh, Mr. Neal. The Bushmeister will go down as the worst president in U.S. history. Okay, thanks for the bulletin. WQM, hello. Hi, this is Neil. 
Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Pretty a long good. time listener, uh, first time caller. All well, right. Actually, not first time. I called a long time ago, but I, just, I haven't heard you in a long time because uh, my radio busted in my car. So. Damn it. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to ask you, you ever watch Comedy Central? Yes. Uh, you ever watch the Dave Chappelle show? No. No, well, there's a black man who can make fun of himself, so uh, I don't know. Give it a try, Neil. And okay. I, I got a request. Yes, sir. Uh, Ty Tony. Ty Tony. I think we can actually still play that. Thanks a lot. Uh, I'm not. No, we can't. Can we? I I don't know. Well, uh, let let's give it a try. We're we'll just go along. Ty Tommy. Hello, I'm Tommy from Ty Tommy, saying for the best Thai food and the best service, as long as you're not black, come on down to Ty Tommy on South Beach. We know like black people. They don't keep well. Besides, why black people want to eat Thai food anyway? We don't have fried chicken on the menu. Oh, wait. I forget. We have a spare ribs. Luching, Kai Chao. What's spare ribs on menu? So, if you're not black, come on down to Thai Tommy. Come to think of it. Those damn gay people. We don't like them either. Sure, they tip food. But they talk too loud with funny lips. They stop other customers. No come back. So, no gay, no black. And while we're at it, Latin people, you make reservation for 715. Don't show up at 820 and expect your table. We give it to someone else already. Latin people always late. No black, no gay, no Latin in Thai Tommy. And Jewish people, you stop bickering over bill. Who care who have what? Pay where the go. Settle outside. Take 45 minutes trying to divide up bill. We know what you hear. No Jew, no black, no fag, no Cuban. And white people, you think you're better than everybody else? Complain too much if we don't kiss your ass. You no come back. No white, no black, no Jew, no Latinos, no gays. Everybody else for the best Thai food. Come on down to Thai Tommy on the beach. Hurry before we have to close. I guess uh, we're all out of that, huh? We're, I guess he covered all the bases. Wally B. faxes and says for uh, for the what is it from the what is worth department. I decided it was easier to create a note of my own and send it to most of the addresses in my email address book than to try to fill in the form on stopfcc.com. This is the note. I don't ask for much, but I'd really appreciate it if you would take a look at the following site. Take a moment, and if you agree, register your signature. Walt, and then uh, he's got the uh, address, stopfcc.com. It seemed more personal. I hope to get some positive results as I send it out to... Dirty, man. Plus people. Good luck to us all, and where's my cheap gas? Oh, thank you, Mr. President, for that cheap gas. Find that local. This is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Buttheads, it's the 1-2 hour. Bush hates gays. Bush hates gays. See how he'll pass a gay amendment ban. While off to San Francisco, they go to become a married home. Always disgusted unless you're a hetero, cause Bush hates gays. Tired of playing FCC, fans from me. Feeling so censored, my show is now sterile Don't know what you expect me to be But under arrest next, take me off my show Shock jocks have got to go, that stern has got to go Every word that I say is under the microscope
Sport at 560 WQM. Don't forget the big O. The big O will be uh, till 2 o'clock this afternoon at Verizon Wireless, 8903 Glades Road in Boca. Stop by to spin the veal for prizes. Got another hour to go. The big O at Verizon Wireless. And join George tomorrow, 11 to 1, at the Fort of Pompano, 1000 North Federal Highway. Stop by to win prizes. Enjoy free food from Atlantic City Subs. Get there early before the food disappears. It has a habit of doing that, I'm sure. Like I just that. discovered, thanks to this fax you sent me, uh, a really uh, neat website. BestTalkRadio.com. Do you ever see it? Nope, never heard of it. Uh, neither did I. And you click on there, and it's uh, got blurbs about different talk people. There's Howard Sperm, and uh, we're right underneath. The only thing is, I wish they changed the time because it's got 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. I don't want to nitpick, though. They've got the StopFCC.com uh, logo on there for people to click on. they got a link. you got a link to our website. There's your old friend Phil. Are you sure? Well, our former friend Phil and uh, Jim Phillips, Monsters of the Midday, and a bunch of people. But it's uh, they, I got my picture there with that stogie in my puss. It's a nice website. Best Talk. What is it? BestTalkRadio.com. So thanks, guys, whoever you are. This story here. Here's an idea. Some of you people out there that are plotting and planning how you're going to survive through these tough times ahead. The retired Chicago school teacher died April 28, 1982. But her pension checks kept coming for 18 more years. And her son kept signing her name and cashing them, pocketing more than $278,000, according to criminal charges filed yesterday in federal court in Boston. Philip W. Hyde, after a query from a pension fund official in 1997, informed them that his mother, Marion, was continuing to receive her monthly checks at his Cambridge home, noting that she is frail and has good days and bad days, and it's difficult for her to get out of the house. An employee of the Public School Teachers Pension and Retirement Fund of Chicago called Hyde in July 2000 after spotting a list that indicated that his mother had died and demanded to speak to her according to federal court documents. Hyde allegedly said his mother, who would have been a 100 by then, was ill after suffering a stroke and couldn't speak on the phone. <laughs> this is a great scam. Got in, keep in mind? Yeah, I got it written down. The following month, Hyde sent a letter to the pension fund claiming that after being in a coma for a month, his mother died August 9, 2000 in his home, 18 years after her actual death at the age of 82. He enclosed a copy of a paid death notice he had placed in the Boston Globe August 12, 2000. She was a wonderful teacher for many years in Chicago. She lived a long, fulfilling life. We're very proud of her. Yesterday, federal prosecutors charged Hyde with mail fraud for falsifying documents to conceal his mother's death from the pension fund. Hyde is accused of bilking the fund out of a total of $317,678. Well, what a shame. This is cute. It's an unlikely pairing. Pornographic film director James DiGiorgio has grouped with a Christian anti-porn group to make a public service announcement urging parents to keep adult videos and magazines away from kids. DiGiorgio says materials like those are not for kids, just like liquor and cigarettes. He says extraordinary steps are needed to protect children from them. But he says making the commercial starring children's puppets instead of porn stars was like being in an alternate reality. Some people in the porn industry aren't happy with his message, and they're calling him a turncoat. They said it was kind of a turnaround. Rectum. Helicopter over They keep showing that chopper over there. Helicopter over Baghdad. They got that Al-Zawahiri yet? No. Huh? No. I'm in the Pyman. They don't have him yet. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. QAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. George is trying to patent your case. Yeah. Okay, Reverend Jones. Drop dead. Uh, WQAM. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. 
I'd like uh, to vote against the screen list because I miss kind of hearing you rather than a phone ringing in. Oh, sorry, but we're not going to stop doing it, though. Okay, darn it. Uh, listen, there's a great website that my uh, worker turned me on to that I don't know if you've heard of it, but it is absolutely awesome and completely okay. anti-Bush. It's called moveon.org. Have we heard of it? <laughs> oh, I never heard of it, and I never heard you speak of it. So we, how we did have... I miss we, I don't know. You're not uh, following the bouncing balls. We have a, a link to it on our website. We've talked about it at length every time they have a special thing going on. Uh, we talk about it on the air, put it on our website. The big uh, pusher and mover and shaker at moveon.org. We love them. Absolutely. I completely uh, support them and will be sending them my money. Excellent. Frequently. Okay. All right. Have, have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Ever hear that? No, no. Five, six, seven. And she means well. Don't be picking on her. She means well. She just uh, missed a thing or two here and there. Uh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. He's the brains of Al-Qaeda, that Dr. Ayman the Paiman al-Zawahiri. He's the doctor. They got him yet? No. He's cornered, though. He's cornered like in a little broom closet. You know, I, I don't want to sound suspicious, but... But the last time everything started falling apart for the Bushmeister and things started caving in, remember all of a sudden on a Sunday morning they found Sodom. Whoop, there he is. We got him. Paul Bremer says, we got him. And then, of course, we had that grotesque attack on the uh, hotel in Baghdad and all them people dying. Well, I'm not too many sure how many body parts they pieced together, but a lot of people died. And it was uh, really nasty stuff. And the very next day, all of a sudden the Packies said, hey, we got him. We know where he is now. We got him cornered, just out of nowhere. So those people who keep talking about the October surprise wouldn't be no surprise to me at all, at all. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, man, how you doing? Pretty good. Hey, uh, you know the government? I think probably is too top heavy. What is that? it? Top heavy government. Yeah. Too top heavy, and uh, Canada's got a ship head. Uh, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Ah, uh, so little time, you know. <laughs> so many goofballs in so little time. Let's see what we got here. Howard Stern. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is most overrated? Mostly hype. Howard Stern, 99. Joe Stonecrab, 94. George W. Bush, 69. Oh, he ain't gonna like that number. Rush Limbaugh, he might. Rush Limbaugh, 38. Walmart, 38. Outback Steakhouse, 37. Why are they, why are they so hostile uh, about that? I don't know. Maybe they got a bad steak. South Beach, 37. Larry King, 29. Disney, 28. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, 25. Planet Hollywood, 24. The Rascal House, 22. Hard Rock Cafe, 17, Jimmy Buffett, 15, Paris Hilton, 15, Alex Pinellas. i got to really uh, control myself. Alex Pinellas, 12, Elian Gonzalez, 8, Smith and Walensky, 8, Niagara Falls, 6. How could it only have 6? I guess they've never been there. Right. Paul Castronova, 4, Donald Trump, 4, Benefer, 3, Chuck, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, 3, George Lucas, 3, Bayside, 3, The Swap Shop, 2, 1 for QIM and those sports nerds. Ronnie Reagan won. Miami Seaquarium won. Bahamas none. Simon Cowell none. Sawgrass Mills Mall none. And David Sugarman's mother don't have any yet. <laughs> Out of 650 vote. Well, everybody else is on there. Why not her? WQAM, hello. 
Neil? Yes, sir. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if you caught it the uh, other night on Paula Zahn. They had Randy Rhodes and some other fellow. No, know. I didn't see that. Yeah, they were talking about... Uh, yeah, she was on with some guy out of the Midwest who's a right-winger, bush licker. He's some bald, gay-looking fellow with a little uh, hair under his lip. He wasn't a hair lip, though. He had a hair lip? Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and she was cussing him out. And she said, she kept saying, March 29th, you just wait, March 29th. There's, she said there's a new uh, liberal media to come up right. against the right. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering if you could tell me anything about that. I hadn't heard about uh, if it's what it's supposed to be or if it's... Yeah, it's a network. they got Al Franken on in midday, and they got Randy's going to still be on 3 to 7 at a regular time, and they got some goofballs on in the morning, and it's uh, going to go over like a halava in Saudi Arabia. You know, it's just... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I hate, I hate to say it. I wish her all the luck in the world with her, uh, you know, Jappy style. But uh, it's just uh, liberals just aren't into that. No, I, she I, I hope I'm into them on the show, and they, yeah. the, the show seemed to have just a little bit of a left uh, slant to it. Oh no, no, it's not going to have a left. Just a little bit. It's a liberal network. No, That's I mean, the, the Zahn show seemed to be treating her well and didn't. Oh, I see. Be, oh no, Paula Zahn. Paula Zahn don't have any left uh, tilt. Believe me. Oh really? No way. Oh. Well, shameless Neil, I want to call Larry a douchebag. Uh. Wow. Anyway, it's 11 after 1 at 560 WQM. Talk about a guy that's out of touch with reality, you know what? Sounded like, a, you know, kind of like a real human being living and breathing. He just uh, isn't, he's not keeping up to date. President Lincoln enjoyed most of the play. That's the good news. Hey, if you want to know more about following a low-carb diet, you want the best-tasting, biggest selection of low-carb foods, then here's where you ought to go. Head for Delights of West Boca. Whether you're starting or restarting the Atkins, Sugar Busters, South Beach, or any low-carb, sugar-free diet, Delights of West Boca has always been the number one low-carb store in America. And for good reason, because they've got a humongous selection, over 1,200 low-carb products to choose from, including breads and bagels, cookies, crackers, chips, brownies, chocolates, Carbolite ice cream, pasta, sauces, ketchup, cheesecakes, and lots more. And don't forget, if it's new and great tasting, Delights will have it first. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can always sample before you buy. they got a friendly, knowledgeable staff, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products you'll be finding anywhere that are on sale today. Next, Sukkis, all day, every day. Delights of West Boca. Can we say Sukkis? I don't think so. Delights of West Boca is on the northeast corner of Glades and 441 next to Boston Market. Or call their toll-free number, one 877 Low carb, L-O-W-C-A-R-B, or on the web, it's lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one Delights of West Boca. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. Fantasies will have to do. You ain't getting none. <laughs> Reality escapes you. You lie and you scheme. Randy, dream on, Randy. You'll never have me. No. Sorry. Little bitch with dreams Going down life's stink 
Chorus, C-O-A-R-S-E. 118 at 560 WQAM. All the bleeps all the time. Look at that. Howard Stern and Joe Stonecrab, a dead to flat-footed tie, 101 each. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, mainly hype? We're almost uh, to 700 votes. It's not too shabby. 676. We'll get there. I noticed, though, that we got like 6,500 people signatures from uh, Florida. And during the course of the show today, about 285, something like that, uh, not bad, but nothing like the last couple of days. You see, if you don't keep banging on it, banging on it. Right. Now, somebody might say, well, everybody who's going to sign those things has already done it. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I mean, look yourself in the mirror. As we have to, like, start doing juvenile stuff, talking to people like five-year-old children on the radio and on TV. And keep in mind that what they have in mind is not just what they're doing right now. they got cable. Michael Powell's made it very clear he will not be satisfied till the FCC has a jurisdiction over cable. And like Tom Jicker wrote in his pretty damn good article, uh, how can they do that? It's not over the year. It comes on a wire into your house and you pay for it. You Shut choose up, to honey. pay for it. I see. Cable. And then, of course, satellite. Right. And satellite radio. And, you can and do then, of course, public the speaking. piece of resistance, last but certainly not least, will be... The Internet. So all these really neat and creative and informative websites that we like to read and give us some real information as opposed to government spoon-fed propaganda, uh, they'll be gone if they have their way. So you make it, you know, make up your own mind. You want to do something about it and make a message? Send a message like Joey Zaza. Or if you just want to sit back and be a, a lardass, a nerd, all your life. WQAM, hello. Yes, I can speak to Neil, please. Speaking, yes. I... When I talk to you about this profanity thing? Yeah. On the channel for the um, court TV? Yes. The Jason trial? Right. They have the man saying he said the F word. They made him say it on the air, which came across the air. Mm -hmm. Why is that allowed? It shouldn't be. Cable. They, right. It was just regular. It wasn't, it wasn't oh, that's uh, right. regular court, TV. No, George is right. Court TV is cable. It's court TV. So I, I was curious... He wasn't allowed to say the F word. You have to say the exact word. So he, he they made him say that. And right. Run across cable, that's feet. the answer, sir. Cable. Let me say it again. Cable. But uh, that was part of the ruling today, along with the fines against Howard Stern and the two Florida station, Cheap Channel, and this and that. Uh, Bono, because the ruling now being, and the reason they can't find him is because they can't make it retroactive to when he said that. But they're making it very clear that on over-the-air radio and TV now, not cable, over-the-air, uh, the F-word is unacceptable under any circumstances in the U.S. of A. Can't be said. Boom. Now, of course, when you're watching a ball game, I mean, talk about a bunch of hypocrites and phonies. You're watching a ball game, NFL game, hockey game, broadcast live over the air, 
and they got they have the microphones down on the field and down near the ice. You know, so you hear the sound effects; it makes it sound more exciting, and you're like you're almost there. And there, I, I can't even imagine getting through a whole game where you don't hear the f word and the, what kind of a f and call was that? I mean, I, I mean that's so common, but that's okay because it's sports. See, maybe there are a bunch of sports nerds at the FCC too. Maybe they like Clarence. Maybe they like to have their way with Clarence. WQAM, hello. Dear God. Yes, sir, speaking. Uh, you just said something that made me uh, wonder, because I've been thinking about this. Uh, Clear Channel paid supposedly a $700,000 fine, and right. uh, you just said that they, they can't do something retroactive. How do they go about raising the limit of the fine? No, no, that that wasn't no, that wasn't an increased fine. That was for something that happened nine times. That was twenty-seven thousand five hundred times nine. Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, I no, they, they they can't they can't make the uh, amount of the fines retroactive now. Right. Well, that, that, uh, but that was but you see that the deal is it uh, as it stands right now it's twenty-seven thousand five hundred for each violation. So if you were to say a certain word like ten times, it would be like uh, two million seven hundred fifty grand. I mean, 275,000, I'm sorry, whatever. But it's so ambiguous, I, I just thought that Clear Channel could have hired a lawyer for 700 and some thousand dollars to uh, beat this because they, it's they, so they, they tried, they fought it. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, God save us. Okay, amen. It was a lot more than nine times. My math is pretty faulty there. And it was a whole bunch of times. There were a whole, uh, whole series of stuff with Bubba Love Sponge. So you figure it out. You do the math, 27,500 into uh, whatever it is. Seven hundred and fifty-three grand. Then they had the two hundred and fifty-three thousand dollar fine at WWDC with Elliot in the morning. So there's a million. And now they got these two for uh, whatever those two little stations are in Florida, in uh, Fort Pierce and Fort Myers. Let me say it again: Clear Channel, you're the Antichrist. You're a bunch of hypocrites and phonies. You destroy the radio business. No mistake about it. A, a disgrace. They've taken all of the joy out of radio. For the people who listen to it, the people who work in it, the people who would like to work in it, Clear Channel has taken the joy and the excitement and the thrill because all they do is do cookie-cutter radio. Maybe now the government, maybe they're trying to show, well, see, we're not in bed with Clear Channel. We're finding the hell out of them. And like I said yesterday, when you grossed $9 billion last year, what's a million dollars in fines, huh? It's a cost of doing business. $9 billion. All the uh, outdoor billboards, all the uh, concert venues. I mean, they got they got a, a monopoly like which almost nobody's ever seen. Cheap channel. And of course, they've destroyed it in another way too, because not only have they taken all the variety out by not having any local programming and just syndicating the same the same half dozen clowns in every market in the country. But anybody who wants to get into business, I mean, where are you going to? If you don't like who you're working for right now, where are you going to go? Away. If they treat you like crap, go uh, pump gas down at uh, Chevron. They're doing pretty good. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. WQAM, hello. Hi. Oh God, your buddy. Yeah, George will see you this weekend. Okay, he'll be I looking forward tomorrow at the Fort of Pompano, eleven to one. I'd love to. Come on by. Oh, wouldn't you? <laughs> In fact, George is going to have a Ted Williams autographed baseball bat for you. Sure, and a special sandwich. Right, <laughs> and a few cannolis too. I hear. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Yes, good afternoon, Neil. How are you? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, first I have an addition for your list. I, I just I don't know if she's on, but Rosie O'Donnell or Britney Spears for sure. 
Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, I mean, she's got such a following that uh, yeah, it's almost unbelievable. Very sad. You know, it's interesting. You talked about Chris Matthews earlier. You know, I I caught his show the other night when he had Hans Blix on it, and you right. know, the what minute Hans, yeah, the minute Hans Blix started, you know, giving real facts, real information, it, it was like Matthews was out of his element. Yeah. I mean, this guy has gone out of his way to protect Bush so much. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, whenever there's a, a talk about Bush, they, they, he constantly shows his ads over and over again. I mean, this guy's got 150, you know million-dollar ad campaign running, and this guy's giving him free promotion uh, almost five, six times a well, night. Anybody that would say to a guy of the stature of Hans Blix at the end of the interview, well, good luck with the book. I mean, it, it, what's the point? You know, now you understand why nobody watches MSNBC. Uh, I, I, I just happen to I, The only reason why I watched it was because I heard he was going to be on, and, and yeah. uh, it, it really was worth watching. You know, it's interesting. I, I know you don't like Bill Maher, but the other night oh. he had... Oh. Yeah, but you know, the other night he had a, a, a guest on, including George Carlin, but he also had a, the former Prime Minister of Canada on, a woman named Kim Campbell, and she had the greatest thing that she said. She stated that if you live in a society where nothing offends you, then you're not living in a free society. Yeah. Kim Campbell is the former Prime Minister of Canada? Of Canada, yes. Hmm. What was I, that? I, I, that I don't know, but I, I thought so far for me that has been the best quote of this of the new millennium really i thought it was beautiful okay well don't make that mistake again okay take care see ya kim campbell it, was she kin to glenn <laughs> i'm gonna have to look that up i remember uh pierre elliott Trudeau. i remember jean chrétien <laughs> we got paul martin now who's in my book kind of a little on the weak side very plastic very uh cookie cutter kind of guy 27 after 1 at 560 WQ. I've been telling you for a long time, if you want a new mattress, there's only one smart way to do it. Make that one easy call to dial a mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS. Here are a few more reasons to be making that call. Dial a mattress backs up everything they say in advertising 100%, but their competitors still use lots of false deceptive claims. To make a long story short, they lie to you. When you see a mattress ad making outrageous claims, our advice is read the fine print. Here's an example. You see big headlines that say, free frame, free setup, free removal. Tiny print underneath says it only applies to luxury models, or you have to live so close to the store you'd be their next-door neighbor, or it's for something that you don't need like a frame, and guess what? Most people don't need a frame, and stores won't apply credit to something else instead. <coughs> it seems there's always a reason why the promotion doesn't apply to your purchase. Was that coarse? Yes, it was. Of rough. course. At Dollar Mattress, the ads have no tiny print, no BS, no lies, no disclaimers. Every single Dollar Mattress delivery includes free setup and free delivery. Whether it's a top-of-the-line set or a twin mattress for a bunk bed or anything in between. And don't forget, dial a mattress delivery terms apply wherever you live, too. No exceptions from Kendall to Stewart, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. Dial a mattress reminds you to read that fine print because they want you to know what you're buying, even if you decide not to buy from them. So if you're really tired of the old lumpy, bumpy mattress that's worn out and you want to get you a great night's sleep for a long time to come, do the smart thing. It's the honest way to get a great night's sleep. Call 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or log on to their website, mattress.com. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. I can remember back when radio was cool. I said when I grow up, that's what I want to do. But now it's run by greedy corporate holes and suits that only care about the bottom line, not you. Oh, it's meant for you to hear instead. Baby, oh, no. You're 
channel sucks. Make no mistake about it. They've destroyed the radio business with, of course, the assistance and the encouragement and enthusiasm of the federal government, which now says, oh, but you see, we're finding them for all them dirty words. Right. 133 at 560 WQM. Overhyped. This is a very good suggestion for our poll, Larry. Calle Ocho. All right. Incredible. Good choice. Thank you very much. This is kind of cute. The groom kissed the groom, says the New York Daily News. The bride kissed the bride and the champagne flowed. Three same-sex couples exchanged vows on the steps of New York City Hall yesterday in a public declaration of love and a message to lawmakers. <coughs> by the power vested in me by the state of New York to perform any wedding but this one, I now pronounce you married, said Rabbi Ellen Lipman, as she solemnized, solemnized the marriage of B.C. Craig, 40, and Ruth Finkelstein, 49. Oi! The couple, together 12 years, kissed under a traditional Jewish canopy known as chupa. I beg your pardon. And as their son, Sam, three bashed in the glow. Uh, that's not how you pronounce that. I, uh, kippah? No, kippah is a yarmulke. What is a chupa? Well, I know the chupacabra. Verb. No, 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 not Espanol. Don't start with that Espanol crap. No, 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 no. Anyway, two other couples, Montel Sherry Slack and Michelle Cherry Slack, both 30 of Brooklyn. How old? About 30, man. And Bradley Curry, 40, and Mel Bryan, 38 of Manhattan, also exchanged vows as dozens of clergy pledged to continue to marry same-sex couples. A heterosexual couple can meet on the subway at 7 a.m. and be at the city clerk's office by 3 asking for marriage license, and they would get it, Michelle Cherry Slack said. We love each other. We're committed to one another, so we deserve to have those same legal rights, she said. Manhattan District Attorney Robert Morgenthau said he will not file criminal charges against any of the participants because there's been no definitive ruling from the courts on the legal and constitutional issues surrounding same-sex marriages in New York. Morgenthau differed sharply from his counterpart in upstate Ulster County, where the DA is prosecuting two Unitarian ministers and New Paul, uh, ministers and New Paltz Mayor Jason West for performing marriages without licenses. Mayor Bloomberg, has, who has refused to take a public stand on gay marriage, said jokingly he was sorry to have missed the ceremonies, which he described as more theater than anything else. He's an idiot, by the way, Mayor Bloomberg. Just ask Dr. Atkins' wife. I love this story. We're going to keep an eye on this one for you. I will, anyway. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Former employees of Whole Food Markets have sued the natural food supermarket operator saying it didn't take proper action to prevent a male customer from parading through a Santa Fe store wearing white see-through biking shorts with no underwear. Closing arguments in the case were held yesterday, but we're still I'm still awaiting. I got my eye on it for the final resolution. Maria Bautista and seven other plaintiffs are suing under New Mexico's Human Rights Act, saying the store fostered an environment of discrimination and sexual harassment that caused them emotional distress. They are seeking an unspecified amount in damages. Oh, brother. They also claim the store ignored their complaints about a middle-aged man in the see-through body-hugging shorts and fired one of them in retaliation for a complaint. Like I said, you go, girls. They claim the man was not escorted out of the store, even though employees asked managers to whack. The incident took place at the Santa Fe store about four years ago. <laughs> oh, so they must have got a good attorney, I guess, huh? I reckon that's what that's all about. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Just tell Neil it's Kupa. 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 What the hell is that? It's uh, the uh, like the arc that goes over the married couple. Oh, sounds like some bubble icy to me. Like okay, thanks a lot, Pally. It's like a trellis that goes over the married couple. Okay, Kupa. thanks. Good yontif. <laughs> to the pontiff. Thank you. Okay, there's one of our Jew, uh, I mean Jewish listeners. 
Howard Stern, 107. Hype. Overrated. Joe Stonecrab, 101. Boy, what a battle between those two. George W., those coming up from the rear, 78. Rush Limbaugh, 44. He's right on his ass. South Beach, 43. Walmart, 41. The Outback, 38. Come on. Have you ever had that walkabout soup? Yes, I have. It's great. And that blooming onion? I could take a bath in it. What's not to like with that? I, I don't know. I don't remember the steaks. Maybe they just don't like their meat. The only thing I've never had a good time with is getting a seat if you don't show up, like, really early. Well, at least it's not like Dalt's. They don't have cheese on the seat. That's probably why Dalt's went out of business. I, I just love saying that. I like Dalt's a lot. Dalt's was good. You ever go to Dalt's? Yes, I have. In the past, when they were open, when they were in business. Back in the... Back in the day. Kendall. But everything was like covered with cheese, which unfortunately for me, I like cheese, which is very bad for you and it gives you oil clogs your arteries and it's not good. But uh, I used to joke about the fact that even the seats used to have cheese on them. And of course, now I would punch one of these buttons and make that sound, but we can't do that no more. <laughs> no. Oh, we can't cut the cheese. How do you like that? Oy. Oh, God. Whoever heard of such madness? You see, I don't want to start bellyaching because I'll do whatever the hell they say. I, I want the money, you know. But I mean... I think that they've gone overboard. It's one thing to proceed with an abundance of caution. It's another thing to proceed with an abundance of paranoia and hysteria and psychosis. Insanity. Right. Ridiculous. So the idea that fart noises are somehow offensive to the average person out there is so ludicrous based on any standards. Even a five-year-old child, if they heard that, would laugh their ass off. The idea that it's somehow going to be offensive. I mean, that's always the excuse. The children, the children, like that one bit says. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Greg reads the mums. Yeah, well, we know that. Speaking of the children. Now, now does, I, I guess he knows that his granddaughter cut these uh, bits for our show. That's not Howard's granddaughter. Who is that? That's Boca Brian's grandson. Oh! And, well, how do we know? Little boy, little girl, they all sound the same to me. Sure. No, seriously, how was I supposed to know that? I thought I, I thought you told me yesterday that it was uh, Moe's granddaughter. Uh, we have one. We have one what? One drop from Moe's granddaughter. And what did she say? Neil Rogers loves my pop. And? Jesus for the homo. Well, put those two together, okay? All 21 till 2 at 560 WQAM. Live, live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Everyone loved William Hung's bang-up job on American Idol. And now, all of William Hung's greatest hits are on one amazing CD. It's Hung Up on Hung. One, two, three, four. My baby, she don't mess around because she wrote me so and designed up a show. Yes, from Outcast to J-Lo, everyone's Hung Up on Hung. J-Lo in the house. Don't be fooled by a rock that I got. He used to have a little, now he has a lot of tone-deaf fans who can't get enough of Hung Up on Hung. You can find me in a club, borrow for a bub, mama, I got what you need if you need a fear of bugs. It's worth a lot more than 50 cents. Order now and you'll also get this free bonus CD. An American Idol loser sings the American Idol winners. Oh, fair and rough. Uh. What happened to this independent? No longer need to be defensive. Goodbye. Oh, you went wrong. It's true. William Hung's Hung Up on Hung is only available for the next 15 minutes of his fame. So don't delay. Call now. 145 at 560 WQM. Got an email from Tom Jacob moments ago. Thanks for your help, Tommy. 
Yeah, his column tomorrow, which I read earlier, because it was on a website, so why not? And also he tells me that on page one tomorrow, there's going to be a story in the Sun Sentinel about the uh, QAM uh, deals now with our uh, censorship. Okay. That's being imposed by the FCC and by the corporate lawyers and this and that. So it'll be on the front page. You Thanks, Tommy, like I said. He said Greg didn't return his call because he's not very jackass. I don't want to defend Greg because far be it from me. Isn't Greg out of town this week, I do believe? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was told. So maybe that's the reason he didn't return your call, uh, Tom. Probably ought to be talking to a Muff or Clarence. Like I said, to Muff Lindsay. Because if you talk to Clarence, all he can tell you about is sports. sports. He'll give you some scores. He'll give you some ball scores. Five six seven oh five sixty. Uh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Mad Dog coming up at 2. Humper from Vegas at 4. And then we got the Panthers at Atlanta. Big game against the Trashers. 7 o'clock pregame game time, 7.30 tonight. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Did, did, did I hear you call the Mad Dog a sports nerd earlier? No. But he is. Well, what, what does that mean? Maybe that's his PR agent. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's a sports nerd, yes. A good one. He the best. WQM, hello. Yes, I'd like to speak to Neil, please. Speaking. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, call from Los Angeles. All right. Uh, I want to ask you a couple questions. I haven't listened for a couple of months, but I remember you played a really great uh, audio bit from the CBC about uh, President Bush and the Al-Sad family. Right. Is there any way to get a hold of that? Oh, uh, is it in the archives on our website? Is it would still be on there, George? I would assume. Yeah, you can go to the uh, neilrogers.com. The uh, well, you obviously are if you're listening, and yep. uh, check the archives. I think it's on there. Fantastic! Everybody I talk to about that, there's tons of facts on there that so many people I speak with have no idea about, and they've been asking me if I get. Well, they that. sure won't hear it in the mainstream U.S. news. That's for damn sure. Of course not. It takes too long of an attention span. You can't do that. Second question: What do you think of Smallville season? I haven't watched one minute of it. What happened, Neil? You love that show. Nah, I'm burnt out. It was the same thing every single week. I mean, you know, there was, it just wasn't going anywhere. I just uh, lost interest. Kryptonite condoms and prophylactics. Yeah, it's just the same kind of... Exactly. Winter. Same old well, stuff. Well, I still got those size 13, so don't give up on it. Okay, Pally. All right, thanks a lot. Have a great day. There's somebody who's got the hots for uh, Tom Welling, no doubt. He's a swelling about Tom Welling. Although, can we say that anymore? Oh, I'm sorry. Like I said, he's... For uh, Tom uh, Welling, five six seven oh five sixty. See, the one thing about this campaign, it's like anything else. If I sat here and pounded away on it every single day, uh, we'd be off the air. We'd be out of business, right? Because uh, you know they get it's, it's like anything else. The short attention span with the American public, they get whipped up into a frame. It's not like the old days, man. Not like in the sixties and seventies. It just, I don't think it's ever going to be the same again. I don't know what it takes. In fact, the letter to the editor I sent to the Sun Sentinel, by the way, Tom, never put it in there yet. Sent it last Saturday. Haven't seen it yet. And my question was, what does it take to light a fire out of the American public? How many rights do you have to take away? How much censorship do you have to impose? How much, how many threats do you have to make before the public finally says, and then every time you see these polls, well, it's Bush and Kerry, it's about 50-50. Based on what? Anybody with less propaganda going for him would be impeached already. But instead of that, we've got, well, you know, he's doing a good job against terrorism, and there he was with the flak jacket on, with the troops, you know. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just, it, it's as scary as what it is. Howard Stern's pulling away from Joe Stonecrabs in the limo. Which of these people, places, or businesses do you think is the most overrated, strictly hype, mostly hype? Howard's got 110. 
Remember him? He used to be on the air in South Florida. Who? Joe Stone Crab 104. George W. is moving up fast. The W. Meister's got 86. South Beach 48. Rush 46. He had to make a stop at Wilma's house. Walmart 42. The Outback 38. Disney 31. Larry King's got 31. Uh-huh. Ricky, Ricky Ticky Sanchez 27. Planet Hollywood 26. Curtis Hilton, that skanky, nasty bitch, 25. The Rascal has 24 and everybody. Jimmy Buffett, 19. I wasn't going to give anything under 20. Jimmy Buffett, 19. I can't stand Jimmy Buffett. Oh, how can you say that? He's what South Florida's all about. <laughs> yeah. That's a big part of the problem. That's why I'm not there. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Ian, yeah. WQM, hello. Hello, I call Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil. Uh, do you have any archives of the uh, beaded curtain? Of the what? Beaded curtain. Oh, archives of the beaded curtain. I don't know about that. Do we or do we not? How does that uh, work? I don't know. Eventually. Eventually, we'll when work on it. We'll have, we'll have a collection for you, Pally. There's a guy so many stories. spending a lot of time behind that beaded curtain. Now, he didn't sort of old enough uh, to be watching that for me. Did he sound over 80? No. Now, I'm telling you, you think I'm joking. If you If you click on that beaded curtain, and then there's the additional thing you have to click to verify that you're over the age of 65, and John Ashcroft's eyes in that picture, they're moving. They're following you. They're watching your every movement, even including... Well, see, I can't play that sound effect anymore. No, you can't. Here. Even including that movement. Live, live, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Yeah. Absolutely. Back in the day when someone done us wrong. We didn't take their crap In Pearl Harbor When the Japs dropped their bombs We bombed them back And now the Saudis They hit us hard And on our cars Our little flags wave As that Saudi loving retard Points the bombers the wrong way and I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow bush like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Green, they got this country up Handling toys the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American In the goddamn USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where we patriotically Wave a flag in one hand With our head in the sand And blindly follow the powers that be Apathetic Up watching state news On a 65-inch screen Scratch your balls and fire Everything's okay In the goddamn USA Okay Golf, bless America. Yeah. All right. 
It's uh, 157. We got the uh, sports nerd Jim Mandage coming along. You notice that guy trying to stir up the pot, trying sure. to start a whole song and dance. You're not going to drive a wedge between me and old Mad Dog, I'll tell you that. How about a wedgie? I'm the guy who taught him everything he knows about taking the money to the bank. He'll tell you that. Anyway, uh, I never got around to this Lisa Marie story. Now, they kind of like soft-pedaled this and soft-soaped it in the uh, mainstream media over the last couple of days. But the Inquirer, which doesn't soft-soap or soft-pedal, they occasionally drop the soap. But this article says Lisa Marie confesses about Jacko a whole bunch of stuff here. All right. And let me just read a little bit. I got a little time. Lisa Marie's step-uncle, the Reverend Rick Stanley, believes she's sitting on blockbuster information about Michael. Reverend Stanley, a Baptist minister who shared pulpits with Billy Graham, claims that Lisa Marie found explicit videotapes belonging to Michael while she was married. In January 98, he told the Inquirer that he had a dramatic meeting with Lisa Marie set up by her desperately concerned mother, Priscilla, who hated her daughter's marriage to Michael. Michael, Michael, motorcycle. During the hearing, a searing 10-hour session, or rather, yeah, Reverend Stanley asked Lisa Marie if she believed the molestation charges leveled by a youngster against Michael in 1993. Reverend Stanley told the Inquirer, she said, I didn't until I went to Michael's bedroom in the closet I found videos in magazines that convinced me that the story is true. Oh, my God. Although Lisa Marie never specifically described the content of the tapes to Reverend Stanley, the preacher believes what Lisa Marie saw was obviously pornographic material. Oh, my God. And in a shocking disclosure, Reverend Stanley added, she looked me in the eye and asked me point blank if I thought that pedophiles could be cured. Well, she might have just been asking, you know, just for informational purposes. Out of curiosity, right? Right. The preacher, who is Elvis's stepbrother, says he advised her to get out of the relationship as fast as you possibly can. Hours later, Lisa Marie filed for divorce. Now her fans fear she'll be put through the grueling experience of testifying about all she knows. Ever since her Australian interview, her official website's been abuzz with fans' comments. D.A. Snen is going to be calling her very soon. She cannot refuse, wrote one fan, adding she brought this on herself. Another one observed she opened a can of worms, and now she's going to have to deal with a backlash. See, again, I could have used one of them sounds there, but can't do it. The backlash. One worried admirer hopes Lisa Marie's comments don't land her in the hot seat, but all signs point to it. She's going to have a hot seat. Rackham. Is what they're saying now, and that's bad. Anyway, uh, we got, let's see, Howard Stern 113, most overrated, mostly hype. Joe Stone Crabs 108, George W95, South Beach 50, Rush Limbaugh 47, Walmart 43, and Outback 38. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. I like the Outback. Me too. In fact, uh, maybe I'll see you out back a little bit later on. Maybe we'll all have a big meeting out back and find out what the hell is going on. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hey, I don't miss a pickle. <laughs>